okay, because technical issues are are killing us. We have a in, a secondary intro. It's not uploaded yet, so hopefully it'll upload by the end, so we can show you the uh, intro outro that the wake down did. I apologize. This stream has been going on so off, but it's finally here. Chrissy Mayer is here, and, I, and before we get going, I don't want to mess up everything. Vigilante wins in here on the fourteenth episode of Culture Crime Fighters with uh, now Matt from Fireball Production. Hi, Chrissy. Thank you so much for doing this shit show. Hi, it's nice to be here. <laughs> um, I wish I, I wish your real names were in the boxes, so I don't have to refer to you by Mr. Foulball and Mr. Vigilante. But maybe you like really? that. Um, I like that Vigilante. It looks like you're wearing, um, like old school 3D glasses, like 3D movie glasses under Kinda. under what under what looks like maybe a, a lady's relaxing mask that you have to heat Fine. up in the microwave. <laughs> Sheesh. This is actually a cheap-ass domino mask and some mesh I'll have, you know. Appreciate mm. it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cr Chrissy, feel free to call me Matt. That's fine. I, okay. I oh, I knew. It. Okay. I remembered. I just forgot. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Chrissy, thank you so much for being here. We're. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours. I, uh, I first encountered you, I think... Uh, on Jim and Sam, I heard you on there like a few months oh, back. Oh wow, that was a that was an exciting day. That was like an exciting like get or whatever. Like it was something I wanted to be on for like a year. That's how it goes in comedy. Like by the time you get a thing, you're you kind of have given up on doing it. You're like, who cares? And then it happens, and then it's. Great. Did you know Norton from like comedy? Yeah, I've known him for like a couple years now through Compound Media. Um, yeah, through Anthony Cumia, he's done my podcast at least, yeah, at least once, maybe twice. I'm actually gonna have Doug Bell on my podcast <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I was so I was gonna. If you have ask any you questions him. for him? I'm open to writing them down. I mean, he just has so many great stories. I just like listening. You know, it's I wouldn't even want to yeah. interrupt him, mess up his flow. He's just so you know <laughs> on point. I love yeah. Doug Bell. Dude, the way Norton grants those characters, the way he executes those little details are like, ah, oh, and those little moments that he gets. It's so, I don't know how he does that. Like he, he, he gets, it's like a scalpel about, he gets in yeah. there and it's so precise. I think you have to base it off of people you've actually really truly met. Cause I'm like listening to Doug Bell. I was like, I think there's a lot of Jeremy Piven in there. Like if you ever watch Jeremy Piven do stand up, it's all like half stories about being famous and name dropping and like like clearly just to impress you so i wonder if it's like uh an amalgamation is that even the right word it's probably like a compilation of different just right. like just sort of like burnouts and like this this poor generation of like gen x you know actors slash comics that like never really broke through or made it there's something like kind of sweet but sad about it, and he he like yeah. uh, addresses it perfectly. Yeah, he's uh, I love Norton. He's one of my favorite comics. I was uh, growing up huge Opie and Anthony fan, still am, and uh, I got to actually see you guys, the co comedians of the Compound in Austin, yeah. like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was just looking through my phone. You. I just like I we took a picture together. Yeah, yeah, and I I told I went on the show this show or uh, culture. Um, cocktail lounge that friday and told everyone about it and they're like oh geez what'd you say because i was super yeah. drunk on the air so they were all yeah. concerned that i blew it with uh yeah i was literally in chat trying to make sure actually he didn't grab your i blew ass. it hey <laughs> okay, there you go yeah. there you go yeah no but that was a great show and it's really cool to see that uh kumi is doing stand-up now i really like it 
Yeah, I know. It's really cool. It's been like slowly developing over time. Like we've been doing these communities of the compound shows since before I even got there. I've only been there like, I guess, two years now, almost two mm -hmm. years. And it, it was an interesting turning point when we did a show at Stand Up New York in March because he got fucking bombed and like there was really? two shows there was two i mean it's not like it's all that rare to be like anthony bombed at a show uh not bombed <laughs> but he got bombed like he got hammered oh, uh, yeah, oh super drunk. not that meant, he did okay. poorly yeah I oh yeah i should pick a different word and so the first <laughs> show i was hosting so i was like bringing people up and like anthony who i was hosting and knew when to come up but the second show i wasn't hosting i just was on stage for like my turn and then but he's so drunk like he sees me he has this moment of thinking i'm still the host he just walks oh. up on stage during my set like it was getting to be towards the end like what am i gonna say get away but he's bombed and he just starts talking to me i think he might have been like and then it and it ended up get going into this like two person thing, um, where I was just kind of sitting back. I was like waiting for him to walk off, but I was like, oh no, he's starting his set. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and it kind of amoebaed out of my set into his set, and then some some people in the back were like, let her finish. I'm like, shut up. He can do whatever <laughs> he's he my wants. Boss. He he's can do the it. Boss, this is dad. Don't this yeah. Is dad. And yeah. uh, and so I think after that, he he just got he's gotten very comfortable on stage and what he's been doing he knows how to be funny he knows like what yeah. gets laughed he's been doing radio long enough to know what's funny so it's not that big of a jump for him to do stand-up it makes sense i mean they used to talk about it on the on the air a lot on opie and anthony and uh, he always acted like he you know he or he's always said like he, he was too terrified to do it and i always think that he'd probably kill you'd probably be really he funny just needed some some times up there and now that he's been he's had some chances up there he's like getting the feel of it it's not that scary because he's just saying the same stuff he would say behind the desk yeah vigilante has to go Jerk no, off. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, okay. it's because I roasted your mask. No, I can't. Okay. So I'm trying to protect my identity. I'm not a hero of mine. So I can't really, I can see through the mask, but I can't really see through the mask. So I was actually trying to like tweet out the link to make sure people were watching. And I was going to bring up that uh, Matt has uh, brought up, you know, Matt is trying to try his hand at stand up comedy. But uh, unfortunately, your 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 bigoted racism. You keep focusing on a black guy and making fun of him, so uh, I can't do it. So okay, <laughs> so okay. Uh, I was just I'm sorry. I was just roboting there for a, a good <laughs> solid so minute. Okay. So I just kind of just came in the middle of that. Racism. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. No. Yeah, I did try stand up a few times. I've done a few open mics. It's uh, really nerve wracking. It's really scary, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, something I've been wanting to do for like a long time. And I finally just got it. I was like, all right, just do it. And it was, you know, it was awful, but it was really liberating. Uh, how long? And you you're based in Texas, for? right? Uh, yeah, I just moved there from L.A. I was an actor for like 10 oh, years right. in, uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. And split. What kind of stuff would pandemic. you do? Were you like commercial guy or gay porn? Mostly. <laughs> uh, I, um, like just whatever would come down the pike but it's such a like you have so little control over your career as an actor you're just you know hoping you can get anything anything that pays the bills and will move the ball forward and i don't know i mean la is just such a political city and it just wasn't fun i don't know it wasn't like a good time and i got over it yeah during the pandemic like started youtubing and then moved to austin to like i don't know be free to be liberated from this nonsense yeah that's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Austin is like somewhere I would consider. Or um, yeah. Fort Worth is nice too. I have some friends over there. Yeah. Uh, where are you based yeah. out of now? 
New York. New York. Uh, <laughs> so is it escape from New York there now? It's the city. There are more people than this time last year, but it just doesn't feel like I think everybody with money is gone. A lot of jobs are gone. Uh, anybody who had a second house somewhere is gone. Um, mm. Nobody wants. I don't think people really want to invest in the city for a while because it's going to take a lot of time for people with money to want to come back there and make that their home base. Yeah, I'm sure the rich people will like RoboCop buy all the cheaper property and make it more expensive in the future. Well, people were concerned that that was the, the plan for the government that they were going to buy up all the buildings that you know people couldn't pay their rent on and the landlords couldn't pay their rent on so i don't know i don't know how many buildings are kind of bankrupt but we'll see yeah. uh real quick i want to uh note the chat because our, our usual cast of characters are already uh fucking with us because uh sentient dildo matt's favorite uh <laughs> his favorite member of the chat says actor that's funny matt and uh, chrissy meyer Burnett, who i'm assuming is robert <laughs> <laughs> who makes uh, different avatars for different things? He has the art of rats big in New York. I haven't seen one in a while. Even the rats left. Wow. The rats are gone. The rats are like, we can do better than this, you know? Sheesh. Yeah, like, no, yes, no, there's no. good. But I did have like uh, my first piece of like New York pizza in a while on Monday. And I was like, oh God, I forgot how good this was. It was like, I had like a little bit of weed. And then got a slice, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. So that's what's keeping me here. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. I was in – I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so I was in New York for a few years. And it's – I guess if you're doing stand-up, it's a good city to be in because um, there's just so many different clubs. But I don't know. It's kind of a rough place to live. It's very rough. I've lived in – I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Queens. Uh, I would like – commuted from long island for a while and i was still like living with my parents it's like really rough and like you can only do it a certain amount of years i think before you like it just is a drain on your soul because like you i think you and everyone's age is different but everyone you know you get to a certain age you're like oh, this is like embarrassing to be like living with this many other like grown men or grown women to have this many like roommates and like it gets kind of sad. Like I think a lot of comics, they're like, maybe they don't have other options and they're just sort of like, Oh, maybe I'll get a, a comedy central five minute special next year. And they just mm -hmm. kind of hang in there. And it's like, you, you can't like stand up comedy cannot be your only thing. Like your only source of income. I think the days of that are gone. You need to be doing something else like a podcast or right. Some kind of acting or um, it, it's just, only it's not going to be enough. Part? Or an OnlyFans, if you that have a photogenic butthole. Yeah. Like Karen Feehan. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. She's one of the greats. She's so fucking funny. And I love that she can do that. And it doesn't take away from her at all. Yeah. Uh, she. Like, it's very rare. Because usually, like, the more sexual a, a female comic makes herself, it's, I think, the less seriously she's taken. But, like, Karen, it, that doesn't at all happen with her. I think because she doesn't no. take any shit. Yeah. None. And she's such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about her, though. Like, it's my favorite characteristic. She's just unapologetically herself and is mean and doesn't care. And it's so funny. Like, it's just such an interesting personality. And then she'll, you know, use a vibrator on OnlyFans. And it's like, yeah, it's Karen. It's just really? Oh, wow. <laughs> you So I guess you subscribe to her OnlyFans. Uh, I, I will not confirm or deny. To change the subject, to not incriminate my uh, partner. <laughs> uh, New Bound Turk 
No, I don't. Uh, she's, it's leaked. <laughs> oh, is it leaked? Yeah, I Googled it. Leaked. I did Google it. Everything's leaked. Everything's leaked. Yeah. Uh, New Bound Turk asked, was the weed good or the pizza? Because I wasn't clear. Um, yeah, I'm not much of a like a weed connoisseur. The pizza was good. So good. Right. It was at Joe's. I like Joe's and I like uh, Artichoke. Those are like yeah. my two go-tos. Is, is Joe's by the Comedy Cellar? There's like a the bunch one? of different ones. Like there, the one I went to was like just randomly in Midtown. Um, there, there's one there. There's one on 14th Street. That's probably like I don't know, but there there might be all over. And then there's also um this other one on, I think not McDougal but Bleaker. That's really good. Um shit, I can't think of the name. The, the guy that solid. opened it, I think. I mean, yeah. the pizza in New York's the best. I, I was there's a girl I was oh, seeing out here in Austin. Fiori's, like, oh. Fiori's. That's the other Fiori's. Guy. Yeah, and this girl, she took me. She's like, "Oh, I want to take you to this pizza place. It's like the best pizza I've ever had." And she's just like, "Wait, are you like a New York pizza snob?" And it's like, "Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's the best in the world. Like, all due respect. Like, I wouldn't take you to a barbecue place in New York. Nah, I just, I don't know. I mean, he's from he's from the Midwest, so he thinks yeah. that like pizza. Well, pie Detroit and Chicago has better pizza than New York. Uh, wow, that's a bold statement. That's I don't a true think, statement. That's I don't like think saying, deep dish should even be in the same category as regular. I agree. We it's had this pizza. argument like two or three weeks ago. It's very just, good, especially from uh, Luminati's. Very, very good. But I just I hear, like, it's just not the same. Yeah. I've never had that. I hear Bobby Lee talk about that all the time. What the. Yeah. You ever watch that show him and it's Santino so have of the uh I haven't friends? watched it. This is hilarious. They're great. I love those guys. Uh so how long how long have you uh when did you start doing stand up, Chrissy? March of 2010. Uh and then like really kicked my ass into gear, I think a little bit more in 2014 and then a lot more in 2018. What did so you do like before that? Uh, I did improv for five years, right out of you were college. You improv? Ugh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, wore pants, different colored sneakers, matching t-shirts. It was all about that life, sitting on the floor at UCB, like ooh, comedy shows. And oh. then, uh, yeah, it did. It, I'm glad I got out when I did. I learned a lot of transferable skills, but. Ugh. Sure. Yeah, if you're someone who's who stays there and you're just blowing money and it's like you kind of learn after your first okay, four or five classes, okay, if you're not getting like plucked up to be like in the house group or in the house um team or like you're not getting plucked up for SNL, it's like you should probably get out because they're going to just convince you, "Oh, just take another class." And that's $400 mm -hmm. later, it's probably even more now. Um, but it was good. Like I was very dedicated to it and I learned a lot. Uh, I just realized, like, I wanted to be more autonomous. And it was, I was getting annoyed with having to rent out a coach and a room. And there's, like, five to eight of you sometimes that all have to coordinate. So that gets to be a pain. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I think a lot of what you're saying, like, just, you know, trying to – if you're trying to purely stand up, it's impossible. It's, like, same thing, with, I think, with acting, too, like, improv or otherwise. Like, if you're trying to do just one of those things now, you can't really – it's like playing the lottery. It's like, maybe it'll work out, but like the odds of you doing that is so slim. And it's like, you have to create some other things. And to that, I think you're fucking crushing right now. Like I, I every time Thanks. I open up, 
yeah. Every time I open up YouTube, I see like a new interesting interview. Like I saw you were with some, you just, just watching today, some girl like that libertarian girl who was with the um, Project Veritas. Uh, you know um, um, Isabella Riley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you're like She's doing cool. interviewing her, and I see you interviewing like like the porn stars and like all these great comics, and they always put out clips. So you're fucking, you're a hustler, you're a, ba a badass. Well, I like finally had to hire. Hire sounds weird, but like get pay people to make clips because I just was like, you have to get over like you can't do it all. You just only have so many hours. Like I have, there's so much that I have to do just outside of recording podcasts and uh, doing the wet spot. Like there's. It's just you that that was a big thing for me realizing like I really need to get people to you need to delegate some of this because you can't yeah. grow unless you start doing that. Yeah, and mm. I think you end up just doing a bunch of things like poorly instead of like a few things really well. Yeah, yeah. and it takes so much longer. Like I was I was also looking at like maybe an intern and I was like, "Oh my god. It's a, it's a weird I it's a weird thing cuz they would be totally like remote." You know, because there's not, I'm not gonna be like, come in, <laughs> sit next yeah. to me at my in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> so that might be the next step, like maybe somebody to handle like uncreative social media posting, like yeah. not you know not tweeting out like witty retorts, but just like check out this episode, check out like that gets a little bit tedious, and I forget oh, to a lot. I have like the ADD, so I forget a lot of times to post. Yeah, that shit makes me want to die. I hate doing it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I was just doing it a second ago. I'm not jerking yeah. you off. Uh, the marketing is fucking awful. Oh, it's like another, it's a whole nother job. No other job. And it just makes me feel like such a whore. I just, I, I don't like doing it. But it's like you have to. Yeah, like, but you have you, to get you, over you, that. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I just don't like it. Because not yeah. everyone is seeing all of your posts. Like if, if you get to a point where you're post I'm posting too much, it's too many times a day, like. Don't, nobody else feels that way because there's no way everyone is seeing everything you post. Like you, mm -hmm. you do it a lot so that maybe they see something from you once a day. Yeah, yeah, and it's just something you have to yeah. get comfortable with. And yeah, it's it is weird. Like I put out like a podcast or you know like a live stream or whatever, and there's like 15 people watching, and in my head, everyone already heard what I had to say about that topic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> I get that a lot too. I'm like, oh, everyone knows what I'm going to say. Like I'm going into another one of my deep state rants. Like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So did you, I, uh, sorry, Veg, I know you were going to ask her a question. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. No worries. Actually, I'm going to ask a question that Wookiee Lives Matter. Uh, shout out to Wookiee Lives Matter because they do. Uh, Wookiee Lives Matter. Is it possible for a female comedian to have a full set without a joke about sex these days? Ooh, what do you think about that? Of course, that? anything is possible. Yeah. Like I could do a set without mentioning, without mentioning sex or what, or like genitals or what, pretend that you are nothing from the waist down. What does he mean? Like just, or not the act know. of sex. Just, I think I know what, know what he means. Like, um, if you like, uh, what's her name? Actually, she, she's the guy, she's a chick to fuck John Cena. And I can't think of her name right now because oh, yeah. brain. she's really famous, kind of chubby. Now Amy starting Schumer? to look like a mom's Amy Schumer is her name. She um, fucked John Cena. Yes. And Dolph Ziggler. Um, what? Yeah. How did I, knew I this need a source for fan. this? I, I do not believe like she fucked John knowledge. Cena. John Cena. Yeah. John Cena yeah. likes fat chicks. He said on Howard. She Day. goes yuck. <laughs> John Cena, aka uh, what's his John name? John China. John yeah, China. John China. Uh, Ernest goes to Ernest goes to the steroid shop. 
Um, but she, like, she usually is just, you know, my pussy jokes, raping kids. It's just all sex, and she has nothing else to say. Um, in fact, one of the, um, I was in your stream in a chat, and I was asking about this YouTuber named Orish Pina. He has this sort of thing where he tries to laugh at female comics, and they're all, like, either feminist or it's like, hey, fuck a bunch of guys. Ha ha laugh. And it's like, uh, okay, we'll sit here. And so, I just, um, yeah, I guess what it's it is. Turn off. It's just like, it's like, hey, have something else. Not that, I mean, I was male comedians, a lot of comedians talk about sex. Yeah. I don't know about like, I don't, I don't know if I like that question to be honest. It's kind of like, I don't want to come off like a feminist, but it's just like, ugh, you know, why she has to, like, how many male comics talk about sex? It's like a big part of their act. It's just a weird, that's a weird angle to come at it for me. Um, There's so many different aspects to this. Like, the bottom line is that people that go into comedy generally, they always say, talk about what you know, talk about what you know, right? And uh, if you're if you're a person who goes into comedy, you're doing that because you are a little bit more sensitive, a little bit more. Your observation skills are heightened. Right. You're just noticing more. So if you're a chick who falls within that category. So not only are you high, high on the observation, you're a little bit more sensitive than the average chick. But you're also like, you know, what I mean, it's like odds are like women tend to notice and comment on like we're very observational when it comes to like our relationships we have like high empathy um high people pleasing so it's like our focus is a lot even from a very young age like a like women's focus is often uh, we notice people more than things you know um that's why when you look at like little give little kids toys like majority speaking like a little girl will like go for a doll before she'll go for like legos or like trying to fix or put something together that's such a huge generalization like obviously there's exceptions but women are are kind of more people focused and uh let's say women are starting comedy like in their 20s so that's like there's so much in the corner of noticing relationships noticing men commenting about what they're going through right now like which is dating which is like trying to find a guy it's like plus you have that high cultural pressure to find a guy get married have kids like even if you don't want to do those things it's constantly you're constantly hearing how important it is or how how you have to do that from either people in your family or just like kind of anybody whereas there kind of isn't that same pressure on men and men know to like yeah the guys that get into stand-up maybe they are more observational right same thing they are a bit more sensitive than like a regular guy uh, but maybe they'll they'll talk about other stuff. Whereas like, there's just so much tilting in the favor of a, of a woman comic to talk about like sexuality relationships. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. there's, there's think, so many uh, factors there. Yeah, no, I, I think you put that pretty well. I, I think what people, the criticisms come where I think like if a guy does a sex joke that like bombs or doesn't work, people are just like, ugh. but if a girl does it, it kind of comes across like she's just trying to cheat and you know, use her sexuality mm. to get kind of like a you know a likability factor. So I I think True, that's where like, the criticism comes from. Edgy yeah. for edgy's sake is bad, and people can notice it, and you can tell because it doesn't come across authentic. Yeah. Um. Like people have said yeah. about me, like I will go right up to the edge, but I won't go over the line. And mm -hmm. my my the thing I like to do is like get people to like charm them first on me like if, if you're sold on me then like yeah i can take you along and get you in 10 minutes like laughing at a necrophilia joke or laughing at like 
a joke where the punchline is like my dad's hand is in my penis. <laughs> his penis <laughs> is in my hand. Like that's a new one I'm doing. Um, so if they're sold on me, then I can get you to laugh at something really inappropriate or maybe it's overly sexual or just weird. Um, but if you don't earn the audience's trust yet and you just go for the something edgy or for or something like shocking, then it doesn't yeah. resonate. And you're like, ugh, this is a bit of a turn off. Or like, oh, she's a little bit dirty. It's because like they haven't done the work to yeah. get you to the place where you, they're trusting in you and that it makes sense to laugh at that because it's um you know, you know what I mean? It's like you're not yeah. you're not taking us there. Yeah, and I yeah, think part I, of it is uh, we're in the kind of like the post thirst trap era, the post insta scam <laughs> TikTok era. So it's just like, oh god, someone else wants another chick wants my attention because she's hot. Like, cool. I just liked a hundred different girls today, so this is another one. So I think that it, it kind of can put people off too. Um, but go ahead, Matt. Can mm. I cut you off? No, no. I I think you're I, Chrissy. You, I saw an example of exactly what you're talking about uh, last week. I saw Bonnie McFarlane's show uh, here in Austin. Uh, big fan. Love Bonnie. Um, but she's Annie, great. She's great. Letterman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She did. She'd like middled or featured or whatever. And fucking floored floor 30 minutes of fucking pure, like incredible comedy, not a weak moment, not a self-aware second. She was genius, but she wow. made, made like a similar joke of like a sexual joke. But by that point she had earned so much goodwill with the audience that it just felt like completely seamless part of her set. Not like, you know, it wasn't like, Oh, you're going for the sexual thing. It was brilliant. I mean, it was, it was an incredible. Set. Yeah. It's like part of her personality and she owns mm -hmm. it in the way that Karen Feehan does where she's not mm -hmm. saying these things to impress people. It's just like who she is. Yeah. Cause I, I do think like there's a, there's a degree of valid criticism there where some female comics are just kind of like, charming and hot and it's just you know like that's like enough to kind of get by which i think annoys some people uh <laughs> why because it's just like uh, you would never get away with that if you were a guy like you just wouldn't no one would find that interesting no one would care you, you know i i, I feel like i'm like i don't like beating up a female comics i think it's kind of boring but it, um i just think that they used i don't know if it's still like that but i feel like they used to be kind of like a breed of comic like that that was just oh you're just hot and charming like you're not you're not funny. You're not certainly funny enough, like compared to these guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like more guys are, um, are watching comedy. More guys are watching YouTube. More, more guys are like looking for a visual medium. I think, although a lot of guys are too, especially like if you're a truck driver, you're having podcasts in your truck and listening to a lot of stuff. But like, I just think because there are more men like looking to consume comedy, like, anything that doesn't ring true for them, like a female being overly graphic or overly gross, it's going to be doubly like, ugh, no. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like, I mean, I always am so shocked when I look at like my YouTube analytics, I'm like, where are the women? Like, where are they? Because they're not on YouTube. And then <laughs> yeah, I think, we well, think if I hadn't gotten into comedy, what would I be doing? I think I probably would be like, maybe I would be looking at makeup tutorials. Maybe I would be more like Instagram, more like into more shopping, like, you know, things that I wish I had like kind of more time for maybe more like decorating. I don't know, but like women are not watching YouTube videos. It's the, it's the wildest thing. And also like women are not, um, I think largely kind of afraid of like breaking open and talking about like politics or, or like rights. It's like, it's like, it feels like a scary thing to a lot of them. Like they don't want to get in and I don't know, talk about stuff. It's strange. 
Do you do you find there's a lot of women in your audiences when you like perform live? Yeah, which is what what's so wild is like in when I do stand up, I do great with women. Like I I think a lot of my stuff probably resonates more. It's it's like more women probably like my stand up, whereas like more dudes like my online content or like YouTube stuff. I thought yeah. you were funny as hell when I saw you live. I didn't think there, it didn't feel Thanks. like girl comedy or anything. You just fucking really killed. Uh, I was glad I got to see. I had to run out of there to do this show. But uh, no, I thought you did great. Aww. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I know comics don't handle compliments well, so we can move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, quick, Get it off me. I want to say hi <laughs> to a lot of nice. people who uh, ran into the chat. Uh, first off, uh, the wake now actually has a good point. He says the Bill Burr Philly ran the argument that proves the rule. Uh, the audience didn't enjoy, but everyone who watched it later did. That's a kind of a good point. I like that rant. Um, I don't know that rant. You don't oh, know that man. rant. I don't know that uh, rant. I don't think we'll get copyright for that. I, I can see if I no, can it's it no, it's not gonna. It's not a great video to play because it's it's just like really shitty audio. But basically, it was one of those O and A shows. It was a big show, like I think at like a stadium. There was like thousands of people there and the crowd was just a bunch of animals and they just ate everyone who went up there. Didn't give them any like time to you know make jokes. They just started booing them and like yelling things and they had kind of taken control of the show. And then Burgos up there and instead of trying to do his material, he just insults the crowd. He just insults the, like this huge crowd for like nine, 10 minutes, just like mocking them. He's That's like, great. yeah, you have this, this statue of, uh, of Rocky, who's not even a real person, even though this like black boxer is actually from your city and just like mm -hmm. goes after them like, like for 10 straight minutes and then got the whole crowd on his side. And they eventually like embraced it and loved it. And I think that's kind of the that was the virtue of that rant. He just wasn't taking their shit and they loved it. That's so yeah. great when you can like base a good rant in like reality and like sell it really like sell it to people. It's awesome. Because yeah. anytime so, there's not laughter in a room, it's because there's like no connection or um, you're not saying like stuff that's ringing true or both. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the wait. Now, he actually made the intro that finally uploaded, which I'll play at the end because it's okay, it's, cool. It's awkward now. And a few other people that showed up. Hell, Mike's beats. Mike beats dicks. Gotta love him. Sit your ditto again. Saying stuff to Zach's. And where's my man? Snow the poop is. He's a polar bear. Hell. And yes, yeah, Snowdrop was Q-Bear. We have a polar bear. We have a sentient sex toy. We also had a half demon. I don't know what happened to him. And uh, Alexander Vidovic. I always fuck up his name. Um, who we hadn't seen for a while. I'm glad to see him show up. So just Is he a male figure skater? Um, no, I think he's just a, a regular okay. guy. He just sounds like he might be one. You know what? Yes, he is. Of course he is. <laughs> With a name like that? That's a figure skating name. Yeah. Yeah, like a gymnast trainer from mm -hmm. Communist Russia or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're late for practice. <laughs> there you go. Tim Lishes. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, so I wanted to ask you, because I heard you uh, talk about this on Jim and Sam, and it was, uh, you went to, uh, like, your, <laughs> it's, funny. Like, it, it's to your, um, your uh, tour name, Domestic Terrorist, which is hilarious. Yeah. And uh, you went to the the rant uh the the rally so you're a you're an insurrectionist right Am I oh yeah uh -oh. i mean i went to other rallies i was there in november i was there in december but like those don't count yeah january <laughs> january we took the bait and well yep i wasn't arrested thank god i didn't go in thank god i was with Damn. uh i was with a friend and we were just and uh she just kind of was like no don't but that didn't stop all my haters from reporting me to the fbi for months <laughs> 
Oh, geez. get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. The FBI. I think, it, I think it's a lot of just sad people trying to create content and be relevant. And they know that people are talking about Jan 6. And, and I'm the only one they know that was there. So they just try to like, there's a lot of people like just talking about it in their in their videos or, or on social media, like just because just they want to get clicks and like be relevant. Oh, my God. Even though they have no, it's people are dumb and they think anybody who was there was inside the Capitol building. They just yeah. don't oh, yeah, know people are the difference. Very stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not like and they know first of all they fucking know in their heart of hearts there was no like this wasn't a coup they weren't trying to take the country over shut the fuck up it's so obnoxious it's just we have an opportunity I think, I mean, to, a lot to, of people so don't many know. dumb liberals in comedy they really don't know well i, like, I, know, I remember like, oh, really? it was it was like the day it was like the day of the sixth uh, this girl who books like bar shows in New York City, like retweeted one of my small videos or pictures like, hey, we're walking towards the Capitol. And she, and she was like, I don't know about you guys in L.A., but in New York, we have comics storming the Capitol. I'm like, you fucking retard. Like, you really <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Storming. So There's a guy in a skeleton costume with a sign that says I voted for Biden nine times. Yeah, that's storming. OK, no <laughs> weapons anywhere, but we're storming. OK, listen. Storming Normal people think it too. My grandma is convinced a bunch of white supremacists were trying to take over the country so Donald Trump can still be president. There's no wow. way to convince her otherwise. And bright as day, you're not chopped liver. I see you there too. Don't and finite essay, everyone else. I'm trying to, you know, I'm a terrible host. So I'm trying yeah, to, how would they have taken it over here. without bringing weapons when they could have totally? Yeah. CNN weapons. told her that's that's it. Wow, CNN beat beat them to the punch, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Have you guys FBI open up? <laughs> have you guys seen the the press like walking back their whole uh, like conspiracy theory that uh, it wasn't in a lab? The the like you know, Koof didn't come. Oh, from that a lab, is so sad. Like... Why does why does every regular ass person or someone with common sense know more than? all of the news like everyone knew this <laughs> last year like no one's even talking about if it was made in the lab most people with common sense and a brain know that it was made in the lab and here here come the news a year later yeah. like oh okay <laughs> well because they're trying yeah. to brainwash us and manipulate us into hating each other and fighting over everything every little detail that is fact they're trying to actually destroy fact in a way because oh, everything sure, is right? not my truth or an opinion yeah it's gross yeah, I mean, like that i'm so like i I'm going to have to wait. My sister's a history teacher. And if she hangs in there a few more years, like I would love to see the print of the textbook that explains what happened on January 6th. Like, cause they're oh going to, they're not going to be <laughs> honest. No, she's a history teacher. Holy shit. Uh, I guess. Yeah. You know, army combatant army uh, captain was taken. So she chose something safer or less. She, what was she going to be? Violent? She was an English major. She kind of just fell into it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Um, Good luck. Yeah. Having to teach critical race theory. She's it's no help. She is not about all that. Yeah, but it's pretty gross. Like how many teachers are like brainwashed liberals, though. It's like very frightening. Oh my god, it's horrible. Yeah. And like, yeah, and they know their history too, and they they refuse to like connect the dots. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty easy to dispel a lot of this stuff. It's like oh, you know, all these like white people owned black people, black and it's like. Okay, yes, a portion of what which white southerners did, but the majority of American like people who live here now, their descendants came over during Ellis Island in like the 20s and 30s. Like there's this huge influx. Yeah, yeah like, nobody alive is responsible for any of this old shit. 
No. You know? And like so many people's families have zero connection to it whatsoever. I would have never been, I had no part in it. And yet there's still, they walk through the narrative of this, like this white supremacy thing. And you're like, it's just, you, you have the facts at your disposal. You're a teacher. You can put, connect these dots and you just won't. And like, you're just going to keep yeah. with the narrative. Yeah. It's, like, it's so hard for okay. me to think that I have white privilege when I just like remember like elementary school, like forgetting the key to my house and having to like shit in my own backyard. Like, it's so hard for me to be like, <laughs> I'm privileged, you know, like. No. When I'm Where like wearing my like <laughs> Long Island. Um oh, Long Island. No. But I grew up Long Island poor. <laughs> Long Island poor, which just means no pool, no maid. <laughs> yeah. Like like yeah, a like a mid sized sedan. Yeah, I know. I, I had rough too. Yes, a Plymouth stuff. Voyager and I would peel yeah, the wood paneling off the side and my dad would yell at me for it. He'd be like, ah. I'd be like, Don't get a car with wood paneling that peels right off then. <laughs> come on, come on, Dad. What am I supposed to do? I I destroyed a fence once when I was a kid, like my dad's fence. I just pu pulled off one of the degenerates, like, like you know, the wooden panels. What's that? So you're a degenerate. Oh my! <laughs> oh yeah, no. And I just like pulled off one of the panels and just started like breaking it. And I realized I could just break them, so I just broke like thirty of them. And he get, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. They broke, so I broke them." Like I'm a young man. <laughs> Sorry, I have to get my energy out. Yeah. Yeah, like six, but yeah, just destructive. Um, so actually, though, about like the whole insurrection thing. So you said like, what, what kind of backlash did you face? Like, what, what did people say or do? Or like, what was that? What was that like? Because when I heard you talking about it on Jim and Sam, the way you described it, like just like people would just judge you based on your politics. It almost felt like it hurt your feelings. Um, Hurt my feelings. It, it's I was more very... <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm disappointed. I was like very disappointed at how dumb and like tribalistic like the New York comedy scene is. Um, how they like wouldn't take the instead of taking the time to know like the nuances of the day or, you know, maybe talk to me, like reach out to me and be like, hey, what did, what was your experience? Like, why were you there? What did, what happened? But just jumping to conclusions because that's like the trendy thing to do. It's, it's all about just like group mind and group think. And it's like the group is telling you yeah. that anybody who was there that day is a horrible person. And like, so then you get somebody being like, we need to make a list of all the comics who were there on January 6th and make sure we mm. never book them again. And I'm like, yeah. okay, the list is pretty short. It's me and like <laughs> this other guy that's not really working very much anymore who went with his girlfriend. Uh, and I went as like an independent sort of random person on the street journalist type um, so it's just like, I was just really disappointed in how dumb and short-sighted like these grown ass men and women, mostly women are and hateful and how like, cause it's like, I'm not trying to meddle. Like, even though I don't agree with your politics, like I'm not trying to ruin your fucking life. Like I'm busy, I'm working, I'm trying to like make stuff happen and you should too, instead of like, uh, looking to demonize somebody for clicks or likes or whatever. It's disturbing. Like, that's a big reason why I left Los Angeles is because of that hive mind shit. Like, I, I was an actor for so for so many years. I was at this acting studio uh, in like West Hollywood. And one this this was during the 2016 election. And when Trump won, you know, first of all, like my Facebook feed was just like devastation. Everyone's like, you know, destroyed, you know, how sad they are. But like my teacher sent an email to the class and just saying, like, I know we're all hurting right now. Oh, no, this is a time. It's a time for us to heal. <laughs> oh, God. Know. Like, you, you heal on just, your own, just, lady. 
and he that was it was a dude. This is a guy. This is a man. Uh, oh, and he says, well, uh, yeah. well, male. Like a, male. He's acting male. like yeah. a lady. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, you know, just 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 make sure we all come to class and we can heal together. And I was like, I yeah, can't go. Were devastated. There's no they? way. And yeah, and I, I can't go because there's no way I'm gonna be able to hide my utter glee at the fact that you guys are all so miserable. This happened. Like it's I was joyful. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I watched the Kumia coverage with Apollo. <laughs> and uh, he's, yeah, he's gonna take it. You know, he's like, everyone's getting so excited. I couldn't oh, believe it. So I didn't think I wanted him. Yeah, I didn't even think I wanted him to win until I saw how miserable it made all the people who like would always silence me and like you know wouldn't allow my opinions to like even like be thought of for one second. And then when he won, they were all oh. miserable. I was like, "This rules! I love this. <laughs> this feels good." Wow, <laughs> I was not even a Trump fan in 2016. Like, I think I voted for Jill Stein. I was like, I was not for Hillary, but I was like not sold on Trump. I was like kind of against them both, and uh, I did like a real 180. I think around 2018, I started to be like, well, I'm not a liberal. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ruh -ruh. It was Ruh -ruh. so much fun. I don't know. It was just fun to get like, watch them just like suffer so much because they, they but just suffer like, needlessly, things. like suffer. Yeah, yeah. Suffer out of brainwashing. But the man is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. I have to destroy myself. As hey, a look, result. it's Muffin. Come here, Muffin. Hell muffin. Hell muffin. Hell muffin. It's muffin. It's muffin. Muffin, say hi. Muffin. Muffin. Oh damn it, muffin. Hey muffin. It's muffin. Muffin, say something. This is now a podcast. Oh, I like that. Podcast. 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 My cat often makes an appearance. But, yeah. Oh. And actually, oh. Dog Jelanti Williamson was here on uh, the Vigilante Williamson show yesterday. So, <laughs> Dog Jelanti you know, Williamson. Yeah. Um, um, I, there's a few things from the chat. First off, we got a super chat from the weight down. He listed anonymous. Uh, he just he just said uh, RIP to uh, Matt's green screen. So rest in peace. We're, we're having tons of technical issues. Yeah. Man. I'm we are. I'm going to fix mine. I'll be right back. I'm going to step out for a okay. minute. Cool. Let me actually get to a couple things in the chat. Okay. Um, Alexander Vitakovic. Oh, he left. left. Alexander Vitakovic says, uh, what do people in the U.S. say about the insurrections in 2017 and 2018 when Women's March did an insurrection along yep. with the current yep. uh, president? She's not really the first yep. one. Yeah. Um, they, called it, the they called it participating in democracy. Uh, exactly. But it was essentially the same thing. Unarmed people coming into a, a, a public well, no building. Shot, so no one got shot. By the police. I mean, no, yeah, one girl got shot by the police. You don't see people like, we got to find out who this guy is and fire mm -hmm. him. You know, it's like double standards are unreal. Yeah. And uh, yeah. our own, um, speaking of men, our own masculine British man, Jens Peter, says uh, the more CCP globalists, Marxists think they're turning the Western men into soy nerds, the more they will push the SJW agenda. I totally agree with oh, yeah. uh, that because they're trying to make their men more masculine. They're bought up into companies like Disney who can't even pander right. And of course, John Cena, which I do want to get into uh, with you when Fireball gets back. Um, and yeah, I definitely think China's trying to make us less masculine. Their bitch. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah well, that but too. It's yeah. never going to work because they, did you see the chart of all the penis sizes in the world? Um, <laughs> I've never seen it's that It's never going to work because because China, this is why they're so angry. They're so butthurt. It's because they're like they're like Asian country averages was like 4.0, 4.2, and then everybody else in the world has a bigger dick. So I get why they're mad. 
North Korea has it the worst. I think they're the smallest. I think this that's what this is all about. Uh, real quick. All I know is I I want to plan a trip to the Congo ASAP. Uh oh. Okay. Stereotypes. (laughs) No, it's in the chart. It's in the chart. I've never seen. I have. You know, I've never had interest in a penis chart ever in my life. No, I mean, you can send it. I'm not gonna, not gonna. But real quick, uh, the <laughs> culture crime fighters and vigilante Winston, stop Asian hate. Uh, we're sorry your dicks are small. We're not trying to be stereotypical. It's a chart. It's science. It's yeah, science. exactly. And speaking of science, the green screen's back to life. Matt's here. Hell, hell. Thank you. Jeez, I feel better now. I feel more like myself. There we go. The, the normal yeah. background where, where it's, it's more, a little more comfortable. Yeah. I don't know what you guys were just talking about, um, but Chrissy, I wanted to ask penis you. size, penis size, penis size, penis oh, yeah? size of the country globally, yeah. globally. Chrissy, that's why China. That's why China is butthurt. They're just trying to get over their their small penises. It Again, seemed like stop Asian hate. We're sorry, your penis is small. <laughs> well, they do that. There I mean, is no, there's no such thing as Asian hate. I hate all these dumb, like hashtag bullshit things it's like Hashtag no it's, these are it's in women. it's individuals it's this is an individual beating up an individual like stop yeah. making everything a fucking thing yeah you know? stop, please stop doing that also but i guess they're not listening because biden just signed some legislation like that anti-asian. does literally nothing yeah is that yeah. like insane you just like like a bunch of people on social media make something up and then the president signs legislation about it it's like what time it's busy work in? it's like hey you know this thing that's already illegal and now it's double illegal <laughs> now it's double <laughs> illegal extra illegal um, i actually think yeah. it's gonna lead we talked about china that's what we were kind of talking about that's what led to the small dick thing i think it's it's kind of beijing biden just like okay it's going to be you can't criticize china anymore. he's so that's, cut that's, yeah that's yeah. where it's going well, he's not even course. cocked. He's like just he's like his brain has just been replaced. Weekend at Bernie. He's a puppet. PCP yeah, he's robot. brainless. Yeah. Have you seen a, that chart where it says pick your fighter and it's the four different Bidens? Like it's Biden and then like his other clones. No, I haven't seen that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spawn Alancy Williamson, one of my mini clones, says, uh, stop <laughs> Caucasian hate. How about oh, that? Hmm. Oh. Oh. You know, it's yeah. interesting development with that That's whole China thing. Uh, because like I guess Hollywood is falling out of love with China or China fell out of love with them. And I'm Ooh. wondering if they're walking some of that back. But then you have John Cena. Did you guys see that video where licking he, the like, balls? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What? Yeah, I just That's, tweeted. Uh... He reminds me very much of that, like that douchey guy in college who studied abroad in China just to meet like hot Asian girls. Like that's <laughs> his energy here. Yeah, it's so pathetic and it's so me and like it's just so meek and like please I'm sorry pandering yeah yeah let me have your Chinese money like why do you know Chinese like for what reason he learned Chinese while he was wrestling with WWE he learned it like five or six years ago to promote and and cut for them and he just Mm -hmm. translated that skill onto uh, acting Um, pathetic so good (laughs) if you want we can kind of get into the story since we kind of brought it up I mean, maybe I just kind of wanted to make yeah. a joke about it. Well, yeah. the, the one, the the main thing I, I noticed is the movie did make uh, I want to say like 130 million over there, so it kind of wow. was worth. So, to, and like if you if to play Angel's advocate, even though he <laughs> bent over for China, he probably made a lot of fucking money for it. Well, that's um, that's what everybody does. Everybody it. does everything for money. Yeah, of yeah. course that's why he's saying it and doing it. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing this for fun. 
No, he's not really a, a concerned about their feelings. Like, oh, no, sorry. He's trying to secure his bag. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's made a lot of money already. But I, I of course, I they're used to a certain lifestyle. Like, put they're like, oh, put this little video out, and you're gonna have millions of dollars right. guaranteed. You're to you have your second private jet. Yeah. Uh, you know, to go piggyback off the dick conversation, Godzillionaire thinks Cena wants to move to China because of his small roided dick. Oh, um, does he have a small dick? I don't. You would have to ask Amy Schumer. Yeah. Or <laughs> so I wouldn't know. But I, I mean, know. steroids does have effects. I think it actually affects your balls. But I, yeah, I'm, it doesn't affect yeah. your dick. Clearly, I'm not a steroid balls. user, so I don't. I don't know. Just um, it's just so pathetic. I, you know, it's like, and there's these things in Hollywood. Like, you're not allowed to point this shit out. Like, people just like it's like there's no hypocrisy whenever they do things, and it's just so. It's like that, uh, like a global gaslighting of of, of of proportions I've never seen before. Yeah. It's like people are noticing it, but it's like it's not the verbal uh, like Twitter majority. It's like right. regular people see this. They're just not like on Twitter. It's right. but Twitter. I, I've been saying Twitter is never like there's never been a point where I knew normal people on Twitter ever, <laughs> ever in my life. No, seriously. The only people only time I met real people in real life who were on Twitter is when I was trying for a tech job and I met the like really liberal orange man bad type motherfuckers who just have to tweet all the time. Uh, Outside of that, most people were either on Facebook or Instagram yeah. or uh, TikTok like, now or, you know, Snapchat when that was out. But like that, yeah, I always have nicknames for all the uh, uh, shitty ass social media. I don't, I just got a TikTok just because I, I need to have something that the kids are on. Um, but I'm not a social media guy. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I can't stand social media. It's a drain on my soul. It's a drain on my soul. Chrissy, I wanted to ask you. I know I we're talking post about more thir- thirst traps. <laughs> hey, listen, if you can make that bank, right? You know, so it works for Karen. Um, how did you become aware of Carrie Smith? I was very curious about your parents. I, how did I meet her? I'm not sure. Could have been maybe through Michael Malice or maybe could have been a recommendation. I think she did In Hot Water. Maybe that's how I heard of her. Oh, did yeah, she? Okay. Yeah. I think she did in uh, hot water, and that's how I heard of her. And then I had her on my podcast, and then I had her on again, and we hung out in, in Austin. She's yeah. so cool. She's, she's so, so smart. Cool. So smart. And I, I love that she's like kind of like a reform wokey, and that's like part of like her identity. It's really fascinating yeah. to me. Um, but I, I was telling Vidge, like when I watched your interview, the like the one in Austin, I felt like it was the first time I'd seen like two like like based women, like having a conversation about the, you know, bullshit culture we live in. You know, it's like, I've seen Carrie, I've seen you, I've seen, you know, others, uh, but like just the two women having a conversation because it was a different kind of tone, but it was the same, no bullshit, which I was like, I really like this. Did it make you hard? Be honest. A little, <laughs> intellectually, I got intellectual boner. You know that. what? <laughs> to transition, your first super chatter, man, a brainer. Give, sent a me brainer, a super yeah. chat. A uh, man of war six six five neighbor of uh, the beast uh, for a six dollars sixty five super ch- chat says Matt talking about his gay porn appearance earlier gave me hard immunity so apparently he's immune to getting hard because of your joke about gay porn it was a joke at least I, at least I trust if you, if some if <laughs> nudes leak of Matt on the hub I mean I'll, I'll still stick by him still still my friend yeah I could care there's no nudes of me out there except for maybe dick pics I texted girls but that's about it I don't really well, well, oh, shit. It can go out there, whatever means nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess never send something you're you're not okay with getting out, right? That's the general rule. Mm-hmm. 
I never, my face is never in them. And it's like, it just used to be, it was like just a few girls that wanted it. I never, I always thought that was so bizarre. Such a weird, like an out of contact dick. Seems bizarre. Like even. Yeah, maybe just something that they wanted for their wallet, you know, like. <laughs> like their trophy room. Like got that. Wallet one. size. That yeah. Room. Instead of like, these are my kids. Instead, it's like, look at that. <laughs> look at all the dicks that I've had. I thought it was more like blackmail <laughs> thing. Like blackmailification. Like, hey, I have your dick just in case. <laughs> oh that. gosh. Uh oh, con uh was it con congolate Williamson? So I guess he, he's uh from the Congo. Congolante. Congolante, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congolante Williamson says uh North Korean Matt. So let's make fun of your your size. Um yeah. I don't know what to say. Again, I, I would have to, you know, you'd have to ask all the uh ladies who uh who've been with Matt. Shout out to Matt. Oh, Shout out to ladies. I crush, bro. So many there you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and Chrissy, you're going to be on FNT this uh, yes. Friday, right? Friday Night Tights? Yes, yes, in two days. And uh, I was given a comic book by a fan, uh, a Friday Night Tights fan who came to my show last weekend in uh, Springfield, New Jersey. It was the Comedy Cove. And he's like, he's like, here's your homework. <laughs> and he showed up with this <laughs> Batman, Batman Hush graphic novel. That's and, uh, which, which is with well, those aren't cheap i guess it was he spent like 30 bucks on it like i yeah. always love when people give me stuff i think it's like i don't know maybe it's one of my love languages uh i haven't started reading it yet i'm a, it's uh, this thick i don't know how i'm gonna finish it by friday maybe i'll see yeah. if there's a cliff notes um I, you know I, you don't need to finish it by friday i, I think you'll be fine. i don't think yeah i don't think that there are even i would just read it at your own pace it's actually pretty good that's one of the better ones okay cool yeah i've never it's my first graphic novel so i'm excited yeah, it's a good one to start with. Hey, it could have been a I Am Not Starfire, which would have not been good. Oof. Which is, I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, it's, a, it's a, what is it? A, a YA version of a comic book where there's a really like ugly protagonist and a really hot mom. And it's all this person's mommy's, mommy issues instead of an actual comic book. So you could have yeah. got that. Oh, yeah. so it's like a, it's like a porn. No, there's no pornography. It's just a zero girl. sexuality. Zero None. sexuality. Okay. Just. Just SJW angst. Yeah, oh, I, I was. Uh, I was very like. I was surprised because I knew about all the woke stuff, just like living in Hollywood and just how like bad it had gotten. But then watching Gary's channel and how woke comics was, like I couldn't. It was beyond, so far beyond. It's, it's hilarious how bad comic books are. Yeah, it started uh, in comic books. They've been doing this for like ten years in comic books, like making everyone black and gay. Uh, having them just get raped hmm. and shit. I, yeah, I just like, thought, thought Superman got raped. I didn't know that, but apparently it happened. Raped? Yeah, he was like a prisoner of war, and they they insinuated that he got raped. Damn. Yeah. What happens to the best of us? It does. <laughs> so that's comic books. No masculinity. No masculinity for anyone. Man, that sucks. Yeah. I think we got to bring it back. So I think toxic masculinity is better than no masculinity. That's what I would yeah. say. Here, 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 here. Uh, how did you find out about Gary? How did you learn about Friday Night Tights? Um, through Jeremy Hambly, the quartering. I think he did. Oh. I watched him do it. Yeah, and they. I think they collab. I think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Friday Night Tights before. Yeah, so, and just from like watching it, like watching uh, Nerdrotic's channel, he was interesting. And my boyfriend's a, a big like Marvel nerd. He like got me uh, into it in the Star Wars cool. world too. So now I feel like I just sort of am like. I'm like uh, an auditing classes. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I'm learning 
I'm, I'm not like doing it. Oh, like, I just got to do this for clicks. So people I'm gen, I genuinely am interested in the, like, the SJW takeover of, uh, of the whole universe. It's like, no, you gross seem incredibly, interesting to follow. Yeah. You seem very authentic and you fit right in with all those, like, you know, knuckleheads. It's yeah. fun. Like the, the last time I did, I just kept drinking and like getting drunk and like saying like inappropriate thing after inappropriate thing. <laughs> they were like, yeah. come back. And I was like, I don't even know yeah. what I said. <laughs> Well, Metzger's done it a few times too. He's oh uh, really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. done it a few times. Metzger's. Do you watch? Ever watch his show? He's got the uh, uh, can't get right. Um. Yes, I've done it. I did it when I was in LA oh, right. last year. Yeah, I've known him for a minute. I think, <laughs> but we were friends um, before he moved to LA. I think I. T- I remember it was so weird. He like he's like I need new pants, and I ended up just going with him to J Crew, like helping him shop for pants. Like he, we were just like acquaintances, and he'd be like putting he'd like come out of the try on room like I'm his mom, and I'd be like these look good, you know. <laughs> it was it's like the weirdest things like you'll end up doing with other comedians, you know. Usually it's like getting food, but yeah, sometimes you go shopping with somebody. So he's a cool guy. He's so funny. I love all his stuff yeah. with uh, Dunnigan. Oh, that is some of the funniest shit. Hmm. Dunnigan's hilarious. That whole thing. Did you, I saw a clip from, I guess, the Stallone show, and uh, had like then they like you know had Arnold Schwarzenegger on, and like still uh, Schwarzenegger makes like some mild joke, and Stallone goes, "Oh yeah, how about the time you fucked your maid and ruined your life, huh?" <laughs> huh? <laughs> and like, I thought we were just kidding. Oh, and that's he clicks fun. off. And he's just like, hey, "What do you think about that, Kerb?" Huh? That's really great. Fucking <laughs> nuts, man. It's so I nice to like movie. hide behind a character. Yeah, he does great stuff. Um, yeah, he's so, so he he should be way bigger than he is. Like he, but that's how it goes. Like the biggest talents I, get overlooked. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I it's I think it's interesting though because it's an interesting time uh, with comedy. Like guys like Metzger, Kumia, people that are beyond giving a fuck. Like it's so in the rearview mirror. Like and now they're doing their own thing and creating these really passionate, strong pockets of fan base. Right, but they're not relying yeah, on like fan pockets. Show. Fan pockets, yeah. But they're not relying on a big on the the audience. Like they don't need like to be on Netflix or Comedy Central. Like they got their own thing going on here, and it's like they have a, an entertainment career, and it you know pays the bills, and they're you know comfortable with what they're saying. And it's a really, I think it's a really good time for. Oh, to have that freedom regard. is is worth more than money. Um, yeah for me like just yeah you have your really like authentic base of people that are like that they have your back um you know especially when like some twat wanders in and tries to cancel you over a joke like you can just sit back and like oh you can just watch your fans fucking annihilate somebody that's the best you know yeah. and you're not gonna do that by uh catering to like you know woke jokes for comedy central you're just not gonna get diehard fans doing that so or no, like oh doing your late night set that has to be combed over five times before mm-hmm. it's like okay to do yeah and that and then you're also like contingent on like the woke people allowing you to stick around you know what i mean once they turn on you it's like that's it like i think honestly i think that's what happened with louis ck because he was like one of my favorite comics for a long time then i feel like he started to get convinced of his own celebrity and then mm. moved into like mainstream fame and then once they took that it was like the rest of his fans was like well you kind of left us behind a you know, a few years back there, big Hollywood guy. So you're on your own on this one. Yeah, I know. But then it's, a, it's a, he's a great story too. Cause it's like, he just persevered and like, <laughs> that's a great, like if you are talented enough and you have a fan base, like you can come back from some naughty shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, Louis is a good. Uh, he's a good story. Did you see his most recent special, the one he put out over the pandemic? <sighs> I I think I started it. I don't think I finished it. I think I I don't know. Got distracted. I I do remember like turning it on at, at some point. It, it was, was a weird time. It yeah. was a very weird time. It was funny. I think the only mistake, he, he addressed it. He addressed like the whole thing, which I thought was great the way he handled it because it kind of diffused the pressure. The only thing is he did it last, which I think he should have done it first and just gotten it oh, out of the way. Oh, yes, then, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could have all relaxed into it. But he would make, you know, he makes those jokes like I'm a bad person, you know, and then you're like, oh, but are you, though? <laughs> no, not compared to like Kevin Spacey or like Tom Hanks or like I mean oh, no, all these other I, people not else to talk about. Speaking yeah. of which, Kevin Spacey has a new movie where he's going to be a detective investigating somebody who was wrongfully accused of assaulting a minor. It's a very how odd. convenient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. I covered it yesterday on the Vigilante Winston show. Soft plug. Speaking of plug, oh. plug on Christie's channel. Please yes. subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you. Yeah, that's what the that's what the media. media, that's what Hollywood and the media do. They try to like be one step ahead of the truth. Like this thing I just saw um today come out on Twitter. It's trending right now still, I think. Like, oh, like these European influencers were collaborating with people to sh to, to to post like anti-jab. I'm trying not to get you demonetized. To post anti-jab. Okay, to post anti-jab um, content, which I was like, that's hilarious because I heard from a couple of um, influencers, like people with big followings in this country, that they were approached by pro-jab companies to post that they had gotten the jab and that everyone should go and get it. I'm like, mass media, they literally do the opposite. Like, they literally do the opposite of what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how you brainwash 7 billion people. And hey, if you want magnetic powers... Apparently, the jab is the thing to get, dude. I mean, okay, everybody that's go to uh, I don't know if you guys follow DC Drano, he has a really good Instagram account. It's DC underscore Drano D R A I N O. His name's Rogan O. Hanley. Um, I think he's uh, a lawyer, but he's just like super, super based, red pilled, like all the way in his Instagram, uh, in the highlights. So, not the stories, not the regular posts, but in the highlights, which are like saved stories. He puts in everybody who has sent him a bad uh, experience after getting the jab. And really? turns out he's, he's gotten thousands of messages. Uh, wow. A lot of them from women whose cycles are like very fucked up now. Wow. And Ooh. not just irregular, but like weirdly heavy, weirdly clotted. I know oh, it's like shit. gross, but like concerning problems that are not being talked about and he was saying like yeah if someone sends me if i if i hear a thing two or three times that's enough to like make a post about make a statement yeah. about he's like i'm getting thousands of messages uh from women who are their cycles are getting messed up not just from them getting the jab but from being around jabbed people which Whoa. is stunning yeah so it's like what is in there so that's go to dc crazy. drano's instagram the testimonial highlights is the beast. first one. It's the circle. And just like go through all those um, highlights. Oh my God. It's like, wow. it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Real quick. I, mean, I know a guy. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Snorter Poopa said, I had another friend go down last weekend after her second shot. What do you mean go down? <sighs> like, go I down? gone? And she yeah, you, I, I was she finally gave you head. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm so I sorry if they're dead, that would be so you know, like but dead or myth, something. 
Yeah, miscarriages I've heard of because of the yeah. Uh, oh, but that... they'll never say that. Uh, oh, there's no correlation. No, no guess no. what? The moon, the cycle of the moon affects your cycle. You know what I mean? You're telling you know yeah. having a bad day, like what you eat affects your cycle. You're telling me like injecting something into your body is gonna have no effect? Okay, sure. Any no what? woman is believing that. I don't know about no women. There's a lot of like really woke people that are like, I got my vaccination card. Oh like, yeah. They, well, that's gets the group mind. It's like the group likes. It's, I'm, I'm part of the group. I got my free fries. Yeah. 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 They're <laughs> yeah. aggressive. There's about a burger it. element to this. <laughs> well, I, I saw Uber was giving giving free rides. You know, like for oh trust trust big tech. Yep. They, they, they offer free train yeah, rides. I just saw ride. that in Grand Central on Monday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where I work offered us a hundred dollar gift card if we got it. And I was like, I'm Whoa. good. Just oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, and they're gonna push it on kids. And it's like, man, if anybody listening has any kids, like just I mean, like get a flu. You know what I mean? Like, you know how mm -hmm. that's gonna go. You're gonna live. You know, don't that's yeah. and but that's they're conflating this new thing with the old time tested vaccines. Um yeah, it's not the same and they, thing. And they, they, lump everyone in the anti-vaxxers as like people who are like just questioning whether they're going to get this brand new thing, this brand new solution. And they're like, Oh, what are you an anti-vaxxer? It's like, I'm sorry. I just have questions. Am I allowed to have questions or no? Just go yeah. right with it. I'm sorry. I don't want to like, I, I like Magneto. I like the X-Men, but I don't want to <laughs> be a magnet. That's not cool. Like if I can control the powers a little bit better, maybe. And I, you know, I was like a mutant super villain, but like, you know what? I was, Okay, no, sorry to interrupt you. Hold on. No, no, go ahead. You're the guest. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking this the other day because I was a little high and my I was getting creative mentally. <laughs> so it was good weed. We have that. What clarified. if everyone who's gotten the jab and you know how the government is playing up the alien thing now? Like they're really uh -huh. open and honest about the alien thing. What if there is a, an organized psyop thing that's like uh, they they activate something, right? And everyone that's got the jab is now somehow being fucked with, right? But then they blame it on some kind of alien invasion. Like they stage something or they have the technology where they make it look like the aliens are like leveling the human population or just, you know what I mean? Holy shit. Call, calling the herd or something. And they get to, I'd be like, why would they push the alien narrative so hard right now? Yeah, Ooh, I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. It's, a, it's a, basically it. an alien thing. Speaking of the wake down, please keep this because wake down does all our clips and mm -hmm. keep this like in six months after the aliens arrive and, and jab <gasps> people have like, superpowers. Man, you know what I mean? Like they're pushing all of a sudden they're really out again. Then the legacy media is is like a year behind the, the most regular person with common sense. So now they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, the aliens. Like, why? Everything they do, it's for a reason. It's, I'm always like, what are they up to? What are they setting up here? Yeah. Uh, some well, there's this bizarre show. Control. Like, uh, this Ascension Dildo recommended I watch it called Utopia. It was a BBC show oh, where, like, the whole plot of the show was that there was this fake flu and they were encouraging everyone to get these vaccines. And it was the idea was that literally to cull the population, to stop, to sterilize everybody so they could like keep the population down. And it was like a show the BBC put out like 10 years ago. I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, holy predictive programming. Jeez. Really wild, man. It's really wild. So yeah, I'm mad questioning about that. It's yeah. If you follow like Jay Dyer, like he is, um, I have some of his books that, of course, I haven't read yet, but we're very good friends. And he talks about, like, um, you know, 
Hollywood and how like a lot of the movies we see, it's just like, it's shit that's really going on. You know what I mean? When people it's like, Oh, how'd they think of that? It's like, well, cause a lot of it's real, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you see how unified the media can be, you know, the past four mm-hmm. years prove that more than anything. You're like, yeah, okay. The entertainment's a arm of the media. If they're all going to be unified in this regard, why wouldn't they also be unified in their entertainment and put out literal propaganda? It's not yeah. even a stretch. This jab should not be a harder sell than any other year's flu shot. You know what I mean? And and like mm-hmm. you'll see memes like, why do we have to be convinced and hear every day how bad it is and how contagious <laughs> and how bad this fancy flu is? Like, shouldn't we be all walking outside and seeing bodies? You know what I mean? Like, that's a real pandemic. I'm going to get you guys fucking banned. I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> luckily, my channel, AW, is already trying to ban me, so it doesn't matter. Okay. And and I, I try to be a little bit more like whatever, because I am not yet monetized. Matt is, so, you know, we care about him. And and, and the people, the people keep me monetized. I'm surprised my benefactor, Ogre Squash, didn't show up, but... Um, oh, yeah. Real quick, Eyes Wide Shut was a documentary. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Matter. Yes. Except it was like probably full of kids. Yeah, wow. and there's there's a lot of implications that the kid that. was assaulted. And TC says, and I didn't see Utopia, but he said that the warning to the pandemic vaccine was hidden in a work of fiction in Utopia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a jabception. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty jabception. <laughs> Pretty freaky. And yeah, the subplot of the Watchmen is Operation Bluebeam. Like the original Watchmen comic book is basically a, a, uh-huh. a fake alien. The ends, and you know, spoiler alert for like a 30 year old uh, graphic novel. But the, uh, <laughs> You've had time. Yeah. Yeah. Time it's been a, it. out since I've been a born, basically. But like it, it ends with a, a faked alien um, invasion to try to unite people. So. But it seems like all yeah. they want to do is divide us up. So. What if the the fake alien invasion is the final nail in the coffin of government is daddy, government is your everything, you know? Yeah. Your guns won't work on the aliens. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? There was something else somebody said I wanted to... Oh, to add levity, since Diddle asked... A uh, vid. What if the jab makes you a chip? chip <laughs> oh Child support exists, so that's still a double edged sword. That's like a triple edged sword. So there's more edges in me than than out. So no, I, I'm not not trying to deal with the family court. So that wouldn't be, especially with like near death magnet powers. <laughs> it just seems I like don't want to deal with the family court. Yeah, nah. That's such a real ass man take on being a chick magnet. <laughs> 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 such a grown man take. Yeah, and in my twenties, I'm like, yeah, and in my thirties, I'm like. Yeah. All yeah. other friends who are getting great, so I and financially, and I don't want to be one of them. Speaking of finances, though, finite San Antonio just tipped hey. five dollars. And what did hey, he say? Because that's on a different screen or a different uh tab. He says, Check out Covexit, it offers you independent global news, policy analysis regarding the coof, and emphasis on early treatments. I've never heard of Covexit. I'm neither, I'm looking it up right now. Hmm. Uh, thank you, uh, finite SA or San Antonio, because I know he's based out of San Antonio. And that's- the name comes from. Uh, oh, and Cookie Lies Matter huh. wants to know if uh, is the secret to get women to make them laugh. Thought it was money. That is but. a secret. Yeah. Um, money. It depends. Like you gotta just find out find out whatever your strengths are. I think it can be a combination of money, status. I'm not into that shit, but like sense of humor, good looks, uh-huh. uh, have being in shape. And a lot of these things like you do have control over. So if you're noticing like, Oh, I'm lacking, I'm lacking Body in shaming. maybe the height department. Well, that's not a deal breaker. You know, just you gotta 
work on your other strengths and um, whatever. We all have insecurities, but it's like embrace whatever that is, Mm -hmm. fix what you can and like own, own everything else. Yeah. I think as a dude, you just have to be improving yourself all the time. Like always working at yourself. Yeah. Always building, always building. And I think women will recognize that in you, you know, they can kind of, yeah, I think they kind of have like a sixth sense about like, if you're just like a lazy self-indulgent piece of shit, I think they can just tell. Yeah. If you have no momentum, no dreams, you're not going for anything. It's like, you don't have to be like, literally, like I liked my boyfriend in the beginning because he had a car. That was it. You know what I mean? So sometimes it doesn't wow. take much to, to like start it up, but yeah, always be working on yourself. What does he you do? Sit. What? Well, I was going to say, because last time you <laughs> boyfriend, the chat got really upset. So yeah. She, oh she, she, no. She We're not married. Does that help? Sure. I don't know. Toss that out. It's still hope. Well, Wookie Lies Matter said he doesn't care about the bo- care about girls having boyfriends. And in 2021, every girl has a boyfriend and no girl has a boyfriend at the exact same time. So so true. Wow. How existential of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go to the chat because of silence. Sitcha Dildo, who is a sentient <laughs> sex toy, asks, what about long-lasting batteries? He's a it's all about plugging them it's all about plugging into the wall it's all about usb charge Uh, batteries are out oh thing of the past ancient dildo Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to get with the times obsolete gotta get with the times Mm -hmm. (laughs) sentient dildo goes always building like matt from failed actor to mediocre youtuber (laughs) there we go there you go hey at least you're Hey, no matter what, you're always building. Doesn't matter. Absolutely, I went from failure to mediocrity. That's an improvement. There you go. And yeah. uh, budding comic, budding comic. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a little. <laughs> that's not. I don't know if that's a good mark of improvement. Yeah, because you know what comes after mediocre? Just ochre. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> What's better? Than Decent. A- average. Yeah. yeah passable. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Not. Not awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, brutal morning was his bummer. Boom, bummer, I'm doomed. Then, but again, no child support, so you got to take the good with the bad. There you go. Right. Absolutely. Lots of money for OnlyFans. You know. There you go. It all works out. Yeah. 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 Well, Chrissy, uh, where are you? Where are you performing next? When can people see you? Yeah, I'm going to be in Cleveland next Thursday, June 3rd at Hilarities. Um, for tickets, go to my website, chrissymayer.com. Uh, then I'm going to be in New Jersey at the Dojo of Comedy in Morris Plains. That's TIFFs in Morris Plains on June 12th. I'll be headlining that. And then the Comedians of the Compound is coming to the Pat Garrett Amphitheater in Bethel, PA on June 18th. That's and then got awesome. a couple dates out in Point Pleasant Beach in Jersey in July. Um, Uncle, I'm doing uh, Uncle Vinny's. Yeah, Uncle Vinny's on July 17th. And Jinx, which is right on the boardwalk. That'll be a cool show in Point Pleasant, New Jersey on July 20th. And then hopefully uh, going to be in New Orleans in August. And then Vegas oh, right in on. September. Cool. So Who, Do you bring around. an opener with you? Like, do you bring like the people over Sometimes, for you? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I will. Like I brought an opener to LA with me last year. It really depends on like, yeah, who's around the venue. Yeah, the budget. But yeah, right on. are you trying to be my opener? Uh, no, I don't want to. I, I think I'd lower the bar pretty significantly, Chrissy. May, <laughs> hey, and and once he, you know, he's just starting up. Once he refines his craft, definitely. 
Um, a few more things from the before you leave. Uh, Wookie Lives Matter, who again does not give a damn about a boyfriend, says he's gonna have to be a little toxic. <gasps> Thank you. Time. It's actually a a conjoined like. All right, it's way too big on me. It's actually a conjoined like, um, short and shirt combo. It's like what do you call it? A romper. Yeah. Uh, it's like really too big on me. I'm definitely not. All right, look, I'm making it look so. This guy's about oh, to take back his really? compliment so fast. <laughs> like I. I wish this could be like if I could take it in a little, I would do this with it. But it's big. It's like really, it's really big. I think <laughs> way to ruin. See, this is exactly what Matt said. I can't take a compliment. I have to be like, here's how it really looks. <laughs> no, you, you, you still look. You still look good. Um, Jens Peter says women will l look over all things if the bank balance is high. They say it's not important, but they know it's the truth. True, this but also resident. women overlook a lot of shit if you are charming and funny and you know have other skills yeah confident Pay attention. Too, like, confident yeah. yeah there's a lot you can dupe us with i think I, there's a weird level of like not a letting their emotions to affect you that i think really turns women on yes <laughs> women are chaotic thing. we need structure yeah. we need direction and guidance we will never admit it because something about admitting that men and women have different strengths makes some women feel like they're not equal, which is the biggest load of shit. But so um, yeah, no two things on earth are equivalent. And it's weird too because it's equivalent. contrary to the net. It's contrary to the narrative too. Like you know, it's like women like I want to be heard. I want to be this. It's like yeah, you want that, but also like I think you need to know that I'm not gonna like I'm like the the I'm stable and like even if yes. you're chaotic, I'm stable and you can count on that. Yeah, and if that is like a genuine quality you have, like that's so valuable because like women are just like fucking sometimes emotional and it's like not our fault. And sometimes we say crazy shit and like it's good. Sometimes you wake up the next day and you're like, ah, I didn't mean any of those things I said, you know? Mm -hmm. So like sto being stoic is like is so clutch. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something I've mastered, but it's something I'm aware of. But just to know that, like, yeah, from all the things I said before, like heightened empathy, heightened people pleasing, heightened, like, um, you know, just observational skills, maybe. And maybe it's like time of the month also affects your mood and your feelings. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot so, like whenever you're like, oh, this is a crazy bitch. Like, just know that there's like sometimes there's a lot of factors. So in short, Yens, you're right. Have as much money and just be completely apathetic to everything else and everything will be fine. Um, I think that's a bit of an oversimplification, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not it, it's not going to hurt, but I, I think uh, it depends on where you live too, though. Like living here in Austin, like I get a completely different reaction from the women. Like really better, oh worse, way better, more crackheads too. How do you do with the crackheads? I don't know. There was a lot of crackheads. I don't know there if there's more crackheads in LA. Yeah, there was. Oh, there was oh okay, but they're not on scooters like they are in Austin. They're not mobile. No, no. They, no. Well, they have homes. They just, you know, camp outside my fucking apartment and like <sighs> all day long. That's what maybe I live next to. Christy. Maybe it's your magnets. Maybe you it's go. my magnets. Maybe it's my magnets. Oh, shoot. I have to um, go. All righty. Oh, all right. All right. Well, real quick. Thank you, Chrissy Mayer. Hopefully this damn sound thing. That took thank you day. for having me. There we go. You're welcome. No, thank you. Thank this you for awesome. being here. We appreciate Check you out the Chrissy here. Mayer podcast. If you like porn stars, politicians, regular people, comics, um, lots comics, of I interview everybody. Like everybody Rosa, from Tom Kelly to Paulo, I've seen them all. My random buddy to Roger Stone to everybody. You interview Roger Stone? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a G. We talked about pizza for like 10 minutes. Ah. He's a funny is he a dude. New York pizza guy as well. He is. He is. But he also oh, he mentioned that he likes this one place in Connecticut for pizza, I think. Hmm. He's an interesting guy. I don't know whether to believe him or not, but I do like listening to him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough to to like yeah. I, I would just I talked to him for that one hour and uh it was definitely like, Oh, it's Roger Stone, but he's a cool mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Before you I'll leave, have to read I his want, books. I want to play the Wake Nouns uh clip video that was supposed to be played earlier that took forever to upload. Uh so to, I guess to play you off. We're we're still gonna continue for the extra half hour or so. But, yeah, um, we're gonna stay on, but make sure you check out Chrissy's podcast, go to a uh, compound media, the wet spot. Uh, and also, if you don't want to leave your comfort zone, she'll be on FNT on Friday. So, yeah. yes, probably yeah. drunk. Thank you, guys. Right. Drunk. Thank you, Chrissy. I appreciate you Love being you. sober. I feel special. Oh, yeah. Well, I, first time I always have to do it sober and then I get a feel for it. Right on. Well, we'd love to have okay. you back. This was great. All right. Yeah. Yes, I'd love to come back. Cool. Awesome. All right, Please thanks, come Chrissy. back. Hopefully Love you. Bye. you All right. Bye. Peace. Oh, here's the, here's the thing that we should have played earlier just to yeah, play yeah. it off. Fade in. Fade in. This is culture, this is culture crime, crime fighters. We are culture, we are culture crime task force, so powerful, so far-reaching, so far not even the most dastardly of villains can villains escape. escape. Our goal is to identify and defeat all culture criminals wherever they, wherever they lurk and destroy them. For too long, too long have, these have these carried out their nefarious deeds, we will sit no longer. Beware. Beware. You may commit your culture crimes, but if you do, justice will be served at the hands of the culture crime fighters. With special guests. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I think uh, I, I think I'm, I'm obligated. obligated. I don't want to. I'm obligated. obligated. Christy Mayer. Christy Mayer. Is here. Mm-hmm. What did she say? She said, "I'm a little drunk." I'm a little drunk. Slightly bad. Okay, I hate doing this, but apparently it was echoing horribly. Yeah, Sorry. way too much echo. Okay. Hey guys, thank you so much for fucking hanging out through that. And I know that we as act communicative as normal, but honestly, I was a little fucking nervous. So. I was very nervous. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. She mentioned weed. I'm weedless, and until tomorrow, so I'm sober as October. I'm like, oh my god! And then the echo. We've had. If I can explain all the fucking technical issues and all the issues, holy that shit! Happened no. for this before show to even get that. Yeah, and before even that, like the email process, like I emailed Chrissy from my personal email, and I think she missed it. And then today at like four ten, she's like, "Is there a new for the show?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I like sent it to her, and then we miscommunicated. She thought it was five Eastern. So she's like, I'm in the room and no one's here. What's going on? And I was like, oh my God, no, it's five central. We please still do our show. And then like center the link. And I was like, talk with Vidge off air. My, my technicals are down. My, my computer, this computer wouldn't start. It just wouldn't. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this from my fucking laptop. Like, this is like the first real guest we've ever had. What a disaster. And then I'm talking to Vigilante. Yeah, this stupid fucking this thing didn't load for fucking ever. His thing's not working. And then the fucking it starts echo. Oh Jesus, bitch! And then it starts echoing when I fucking played a clip. So we never even saw the clip. And since you did, uh, yeah, Croatia, I was. It was such a mess. I was so I nervous. Uh, but yeah, complete mess. Yeah, it was just it was a it was a lot. And then leading up to it, and then it was like kind of awkward. And we're like trying to get it started, and I, I was uncomfortable. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. I mean, it, it turned out to be a great interview. It was super yeah. fun. But wow, I was yeah, a bit uh. Of an auspicious beginning, yeah. To say the fucking uh, least, Murphy's fucking law, and yeah, it is a bit of a marvel that she came on the show then to kind of go punny with that marvel. She was really cool about it. 
Like she didn't even, she's like, no, no problem. And then like stuck, stuck around for like an hour and a half. That was pretty rad. Yeah. She said she would only do an hour. I don't know if she just got caught up and didn't realize how long she went. Um, but yeah, that, that, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for your, your feedback. Yeah. Um, welcome to her, her here with open arms. And I appreciate it. Yeah. No, she was cool. She was cool. That was, that was a lot of fun. I think, you know, hopefully the next time will be even better. Uh, if yeah. she does indeed come back, but that was fucking great. That was fucking great. Great is great. pushing it. Was was fine though. You know what? Fuck you, sentient dildo. Well, We're trying here. Sentient dildo. <laughs> and yet, not even drunk Matt calling her Bree. Uh, you didn't call her Bree, did you? No. Sheesh. Uh, so thank you guys. You guys were awesome from the chat. We I still want to go on a little bit if you if you were here good too. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. No, I mean like, absolutely. Um, <laughs> such a total great. Now I'm all self conscious. Great is pushing it. Thanks, such a no, total. I think I think we're good. I appreciate his honesty, but um, yeah, he's, he's a bit rough. He's a bit. <laughs> no, rough. I I like that, but now I'm like all self conscious. Like, oh, was it not good? I thought I thought it was good. I was nervous, but then I I kind of eased in, and it was like uh, it was it was cool. Yeah, all things considered, not a bad show. I, I think all so. Right. We still have more show to go. Sure if do. You're still here, so don't leave. Yeah. Uh, so there was a few, there were a bunch of things that I kind of wanted to talk about, but I mean, I don't know if we have time for everything. Um, we could hardcore hit this John Cena thing, but I think we kind of touched on it. But if not that, I really I think we covered about, it. I mean, there's... Uh, I want to talk about the Powerpuff Girls, if not that. I don't know if you Yeah, sure. About let's that. talk about the Powerpuff Girls. No. Yeah. And we not, do feel obligated weird. to play your videos because they're awesome. I'm, it sucks that it, it echoed oh, out. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pop out real quick because I think my internet's fucking up, so I'll be right Okay. Back. No worries. No worries. Uh, Robert says we would have had 40 viewers if boyfriend wasn't spoken. I don't think so. I don't think... Um, oh, it's just me. I don't think there was anything to get us to 40. This was still a good show. I appreciate having some, as many people here as we, we did. Nah, push it. Push it real good. I'm going to try that video again while Matt uh, goes if it's still Echo Land, Echo Base Network, then uh, there's nothing we can do. I'm gonna try it again because I, I like the video and it's funny. I like the way down stuff. Let's see. Fade in, fade in. This is culture, this is crime, culture fighters. crime fighters. We are culture, we are crime, culture crime, crime fighters. So, so, so far reaching, so far not reaching, not even, not even the most dastardly of villains can escape. Our goal is to identify and defeat all culture criminals wherever they lurk and destroy them. For too long, for too long, have these creatures carried out their nefarious deeds of Okay, it's not working. We tried. Yeah, just echo. Damn you, StreamYard. You're Damn fucking you. up everything. Well, maybe we could share it as a video. You could just put it on the video link. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a video that we yeah, can just yeah, link yeah. to. Did you see yeah. did you see the wake downs video of me? Like and Brie? Holy shit. So I was so <laughs> impressed. I didn't even laugh because of how fucking awesome that damn um uh fake i actually played it on the show yesterday i i you know i kind of you did <laughs> yeah and then everybody in the chat's laughing i'm like holy shit this is the best deep fake i've seen in a while it was uh, awesome it so was I, disturbing I, I i that very much so i never realized that my nose is big until i saw myself on someone else's face and i was like oh i kind of have a big nose like i never noticed that uh. <laughs> it was like the first time i noticed it but it was so disturbing like because it, it's me and i'm <laughs> And I'm Jillian Hall from Brokeback. That was awesome. That was so awesome. That was so awesome. Yeah, um, that's that's 100 a show meme now. Is me and Bray. Oh, like that's no. a thing. What's wrong? 
Finite San Antonio sent a super chat for Chrissy and she missed it. And it was oh, a good question. Fuck. What's the uh, question? Finite SA asked Chrissy, what about the ginger cancellation? That would have been an awesome question to ask Chrissy. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. Finite SA, you're great for that super chat. Thank you for the $5 super chat. I didn't know you sent back to back. Um, because like the chat is going so fast that I didn't usually I see the alerts. Um, I, I wasn't able to. And then we got another um, super chat from that 70s rock fan. My second because uh, Eric K was first, but just by a minute. Great show, guys. Nice to see you stretching out and having guests on. Keep up the good work. We will try. We will try. And thank you guys again in the chat for uh, being gracious to our guests. I appreciate 24-7 it. 24-7 Fusion is here. Hello, brother. Hail. Hail, 24-7 Fusion Media. I appreciate good you being you, here, man. bro. Fucking A. Fucking A. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize we also, I guess Gary started his nooner like... Right, right at the exact same time we did. Yeah. So I think that may have sapped some of our numbers. Um, yeah, that too. Hopefully this will grow as, you know, it's been uploaded and like kind of get a little more traction. Because she's, a you know, she's a pretty big comic and she, she was a fucking G for coming and hanging out with us, especially Absolutely. how terribly it started. I'm like, this is humiliating. I'm like, I, I know we're not, you know, top tier. We're not, uh, you know, triple A YouTubers, but I mean, like. We're not this incompetent, and it just yeah. it looks so bad. But she hung out and, you know, talked some real shit. I thought that was badass. Yeah. Maybe Despite even got my channel uh, more flagged than it already is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Stop. Talk some real shit. Sorry, I was trying to see if the echo would go. So that was us again. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So, again, I, I don't know if you heard about this Pop-Up Girls thing. I actually predicted yeah, no. this. No uh, idea. September. Oh, it's fucking great. I wonder if Bounty has some of the script. If not, I'll try to pull it up. It was so bad that Mary Sue had to call it out. Um, okay. Basically, they have a Powerpuff Girl reboot, and it is basically, you know, they're all, like, fucking everybody. Really? They're all, yes. It is them Sex as adults. Self-adults? Ew, that sounds like someone's porn. You know, like... <laughs> You know, you ever see like the cartoon porn, like Incredibles porn or whatever? Like, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it does. Ew, you fucking creep. Like, get your fantasies out of, like, you know what I mean? Entertainment for other people. Ew. Yeah. But it was, it's all like, whoa. You know, we can go through the article. I really want to show the script. The script itself, please. Have yeah, it. yeah. Let's absolutely do that. And uh, uh, Gomer Kyle, I want to say hail to you. He says, hey, I chose y'all. Uh, Gary has 2,000. He's okay. So thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Okay, uh, hold on. I'm trying to you know, archive link. It's an uncomfortable framing. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. There we go. Click the wrong button. All right. Um, so I guess we had to archive it. Do we have... How do you see all of it? I'm such a boomer. Sorry. Because they look like thoughts in that picture. Like They all look like hookers. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, that's... It? That was something somebody drew, and I think that was a different reboot. So this reboot is going to be a live-action version. Uh, that's not the fucking angle. Jesus Christ. All right. There we go. Okay. Can this open up? I may actually have to go to the damn Mary Sue because it's not like doing Twitter stuff because it's an archive. So uh... let me actually go to the Mary Sue's article, which had different clips of the fucking script because the script itself is awful. All right. I'll vamp for you. Um, yeah. Toxic Man Flu of Dick's Division. Hail. He says, did I miss the guest? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. She was there Absolutely for about, uh, yeah, she was there for about an hour and 15 
minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Feel free to watch it back, though. Feel free to watch it. Please back. do. I think it was fun. I think it was interesting. You know, we, we were talking about how fucking shitty we started. I was on my crappy laptop for like half of it. It looked terrible, but, you know, it happened. She was a G. She hung out. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. She made fun of Vigilante's mask. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I get to replace her in her own life story. So I it thought it was out. funny too because I thought you were like you felt like authentically sensitive about it. You're like, hey, hey I like my mask. That's my fucking man. Matt Mardigan <laughs> made fun of my uh, ending song too uh, the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Matt Mardigan's got like comic vibes. He's a jerk. Fuck, fucking with my uh, yeah. the whole vigilante uh, thing. But this is uh this is the new version. Oh, is that Dove Cameron? I think she's uh, it so is. Hot. Yeah, it she's is. fucking gorgeous. It is indeed. Um, she's bubbles. And so let's first off, of course, you know, butch haircut. And she is that a guy? That looks like a dude. No, that's a chick. At one point she has her hair, but then they cut it off when she gets older, I guess. <laughs> Whose idea is this? Who was like, you know what the next genius property is gonna be? A live action hypersexual reboot of the Powerpuff Girls. What the fuck? All right. This is where we can get our teeth into some of the script. Why would this uh, ever need to be live action? Bad script aside. Be, you know what it is? It's two things. One, you kind of hit on it. I, I think there is something to this maybe in some maybe being somebody's fantasy. Like I legitimately think there's something about like this, like fucking with like man. We talked about eyes wide shut. We talked about kids, pop up girls as a kid show. I think there's something about sexualizing these kids' characters. Genuine. I never even thought about that when Chrissy said that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, probably. I remember seeing a, a, like a breakdown. It's probably not on YouTube now. Eyes wide shut. And they, they implied there's a scene at the end where uh, I think Nicole Kim and Tom Cruise let their, their daughter go. And they implied that was like some letting your kid go into the thing. Uh, into the, the cult. So, yeah, there was yeah I think that there was part. And there was definitely there was that one thing with where he's on when he's on his like Odyssey and he comes across that Russian guy with his daughter. Mm hmm. Remember that? And he just kind of lets her, you know, yeah. become a prostitute. Like, it was very weird. Very creepy. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into some of this this weird, crazy script. And oh, Bryce Day says Dove Cameron has suffered enough uh, sexual abuse in her early career. I oh, know I'd that. never heard that. Oh, man. That's, uh, Hollywood is a shitty that. place. Yeah, it is. Jesus. It really uh, is. I didn't know that about her. I didn't either. I didn't either. Sheesh. So let's get into the script. And the one weird thing about this script is it's being rebooted. Like this stuff leaked. Apparently there was a pilot. And I guess this is the script to it, but they're re-rebooting it. So they're, they're scrapping what they did with the same cast, with the same writers and producers. So I don't know how it's going to get better than this, but I guess they have to keep their check marks checked. Mm -hmm. So to get into the script and to get back on camera, um, this is a uh, bubble says, look, we love being Powerpuff girls, but, you want to do other things like in Dirty Dancing, baby wanted to join the Peace Corps and she also wanted to be a fantasy slut and her dad didn't get it. And Drake, who I have no idea who Drake is, uh, says Jerry Orbeck was doing his best. And then, of course, uh, Blossom heads upstairs where the bumping sound continues uh, from Buttercup's room and then abruptly stops. Blossom opens the door to find Buttercup in bed with Macy, obviously. Gotta uh, like women. The woman she eyed at the bar the night before, they've just finished. Uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. Uh, Buttercup says, oh, it's fine to Macy. We're done, right? She says, yeah, six times will be enough. Uh, There's more. Oh, Jesus, scariness. Uh, thought there was. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Blossom, wake up or we'll leak your nudes everywhere. Um, so, of course, leaking nudes, everybody. 
than this. Well, that's a fucking toxic thing to do, especially like if it's like a girl power kind of show. If you're like, yeah, we're going to put your naked body on the internet. Who wrote this? Some, well, you know what? This will probably let you know. Some 40 year old man. Um, Blossom's fine. I saw her on her Insta that she had a boyfriend. I saw her on LinkedIn. Who the hell uses LinkedIn? Uh, that she got promoted. And I saw on Facebook that she still t- tossed to grandpa despite their political differences. Like, so funny. Like, whatever. I don't even um, get the joke. So I don't know. These the, jokes joke is, the joke is we know a bunch of websites that people use and we're referencing that. Wow. Um, and then was it uh, coming back for is probably triggering. Oh, why? Because she's the one who killed Mojo Jojo. Uh, move one.org. So there's ha 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 these sites. That's the that's what the is joke. this shit? This is trash. Yeah, it gets pretty worse. Um, and this is just what leaked because there's more, there's a whole script, and I really wish I had the whole script. Uh, Buttercup says she's not wearing a dress anymore because it's compulsory heterosexuality. Um, and to take and Blossom says take it up with dad. Oh, again, of course, they have a they have to make the uh professor you told him he's a terrible dad, and then they made him black. So Another race swap into another negative trait. So you gotta keep that going. God damn. Uh, is this one? Oh, I guess what is she? She says she has her license plate and she's still wearing her, her signature pigtails. She pulls up to, I guess, a convention selling t shirts and selfies and shit. Um, she went to Hollywood hoping this is a, a voiceover saying. Bubbles went to Hollywood, hoping to capitalize on her childhood fame. But after two stints in rehab and three failed reality show pilots, she pivoted to direct sales. And now she's trying to sell uh, shit to tourists. And then she says, I'm Bubbles, the girl from the Popoff Girls, the real Bubbles, unlike that bubble knockoff Wonder Woman and a fake Wonder Woman who looks really fake, sticks her tongue out at Bubbles and the tourists flock to the Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. There's there's more. I want to get to as much as I can. Oh, geez. Come on. Fake Twitter. What the hell? Oh, geez. Last time, oh, last time I saw you, you broke off our engagement, told me you pawned the ring from drugs and then bubbles. Was that you? Because LOL, so high. Um, Jojo, who I, I don't know if it's Mojo Jojo. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, delivered on everything I promised except free gelato Fridays. That's only because the perfect scoop turned out to be a front for meth trafficking. Uh, Alisa Lawrence has no experience. She's impulsive and reactionary. Gina, who again, I don't know who she is, says she's exciting. And JoJo says, you mean she's not a white man? You know, you hear about reverse discrimination, but until it happens to you, uh, no offense, you probably earned your position. Optics don't hurt. So again, LOL. This is the fucking shittiest script I've ever heard. Not only is it like checking all these woke boxes, it is unfunny. Who is the target demo? What is that shit? Do you know someone got paid to make that? Even though it didn't go into production, someone got paid a lot of money to write that drivel. Yeah, and they're still going to get paid. And New Bomb Turk, I'm not making fun of people who use LinkedIn, who have to use LinkedIn. Um, you said no, you're on LinkedIn no. for business contacts, but there are like people who use LinkedIn like it's fake book. And that's very weird. Like anytime I go on, because it's like, hey, I need to look for a job. And there's people who like posting about like, workplace culture as if it's like a really important thing to them. Those are the people I'm talking about, not people who have to use it for business. And you said uh, that you knew about Turk, you figured out the echo problem. And yes, we are still using StreamYard. Please help. Please help. <laughs> Send help. We need it. Yeah. Um, God damn. I cannot believe that that is a fucking script <laughs> that was going to get made. That is utter shit. Yeah. There's a whole script out there with pages full of this shit. And again, even the Mary Sue trashed it. 
the Mary Sue said, nah, this is too much for us. Because it's not even woke. It's like almost like referencing wokeness, but I don't even think it knows what angle it's coming from. Like it doesn't have a no. coherent voice. It's just a collection of weird references and like way edgier humor than this show or movie should ever have meth trafficking and pawning your engagement ring for drugs like if you are doing something like that if you're selling something precious for drugs you are in a very very dark place and this is just passing that off like haha isn't it funny i did that it's like so is she in recovery or like what's her story what's this like it was i mean it it probably got worse than that it's just a weird it's just so weird they just casually throw that out there (laughs) funny And again, this show is they're still going to make another crack at it. That's the script that leaked. Apparently got copyright claim, which, you know, led people to believing it was um, is a real script. And yeah, it's it's a mess or something in the chat. Oh, Central Ditto. He's black, y'all. He's black, y'all. He's blackity black. He's black, y'all. Shout out to CB4. It's a CB4 reference. Okay. I never Um, saw that. that. I heard that's really funny. I, you know, I saw it like once early in the 2000 Comedy Central, I haven't seen it since. I thought I remember it being pretty funny, though. I remember DeRosa, uh, Joe DeRosa is a big fan of that. I remember him talking about that. Yeah, one time. yeah. it's funny because it, it looks even more apt now than it did when it came out. Um, Powerpuff Girls was one of my daughter's favorite little shows. She's gonna hate this. Her favorite shows when she was little says Wookiee Lives Matter. She is gonna hate that. So, was I think who's gonna like it? Who is this for? The people following the, whoever wrote this on Twitter will like it. That's it. That's fu- it's fucking ridiculous. That is, I mean, that is appalling. I don't even think the people on Twitter would like it because they said like, it's not really woke. It doesn't know what it's saying. It doesn't have a point of view like that, you know? Like, almost, it, it's like I can't tell if they were making fun of like the white man reverse racism or they are. I don't like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, is that are yeah. you pro or against? Like, what is the joke? There's a lot of just poorly writtenness outside of the lack <laughs> of like humor. Like, it just isn't written as a script, it doesn't sound like. It's, it sounds like it's written as a, a collective of just ironic, so random garbage. And uh, New Bomb Turk, I, I, it is checked, the echo cancellation option. It, it doesn't help. It does nothing. It's going to be, uh, it's I guess it's a CW series. Yes, it's going to be a CW. And yep, they yep. said it's going to be, quote, reworked. Yes, they're going to try it again. And like, I hate the media so much because it's like you read these headlines and none of them are pointing out how like trash the the uh, script is or like it's, you know, really fucking weird tone. It says, yeah. uh, oh, like fans hate it. Uh, you know why it's going to get reworked. Uh, they turn down the live action. It's just like these little like just they're completely avoiding the truth of the story. Yeah. Speaking of which, the CW CEO, who has a very ironic name, not sure of this pronunciation, but it looks like Mark Pedowitz, um, explains <laughs> just so ironic, especially I mean, that's a little on the nose, even for you, Hollywood. Sexualizing a children's show with little girls, but uh, it says that the it might have that live action pilot might have felt so too campy. I don't think campy is the issue if that's the script. I think shitty is the word. Oh, so they already for. shot this garbage. Wow. Apparently. So this they shot it and it, it it was sent to test audiences and it would it bombed as you would imagine and because they're so hard to uh uh to get it done they they have to get this done they have to destroy our childhood um they're gonna try again wow yeah. that is fucking wild and new bomb target yeah, I'm using headphones it just I don't think it's gonna matter 
Because it didn't happen on the intro. The intro didn't echo. Huh. That's weird. That's really weird. weird. And my, my mic is muted, so it's not on my end. Like my yeah, mic, it, During that, my mic's muted, so I have no idea what's going on there. I don't either. I don't either. That can weird. I still think you can play it off YouTube, though. Like, if you just link it to the YouTube. Yeah. We'll uh, play it at the outro. You know, we don't need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try to set it up because I'm commentary and everything. Yeah. Let's see. But yeah, that that's a very weird thing. I I think it, there's a lot of not a kind of talking Fade. to you guys about it. it. There's some creepiness to it, man. Because like, about why is this show even being made? Like this, you know what I mean? If you're gonna reboot the Pop Up Girls, first off, like you said, why do live action? Wouldn't you just mm-hmm. do another animated thing? And if I you are gonna do it, would you uh, like? Why would you use this type of format to make it all? fake edgy woke you know what i mean yeah i don't get it like uh you know ryan long talks a lot about on 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 his show he's got like the um you know he talks about like how like vice magazines try to like hyper they have women be like hypersexual because that's some sort of like empowerment or liberation even though it's contrary to their nature and contrary to like what makes them feel good or happy um but he talks about that all the time so i wonder if maybe that's the angle they're coming at from making this yeah. show is like, oh, if they make a hypersexual, like that's like the woman's lib thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, a couple things from the chat. Uh, heck yeah, I love the show. I'm not sure if you're talking about this show or Dexter's the original show. Dexter's Meth Lab. Dexter's <laughs> Meth Lab from Robert. Uh, shout out, Robert. Wait a second. If you're, are you Robert? Who the hell is Scofflaw Fredrickson? Ooh, the lobster looking guy was named him. Scofflaw yeah. Fredrickson. <laughs> Real quick about the lobster guy. So they, if you remember, and I'm not sure if you watched the original show, there was like this character who was basically supposed to be the devil, but he was genderly ambiguous and his name was him. Now being a grown ass man, I realized that was a like, and uh, we already said a bunch of shows on the channel. That's a Baphomet reference. And that may be why he's not on the show because they can't make fun of this demon character because that kind of is their God. Were they Hollywood. making fun of it? Well, in the, the show, yeah, they kind of made fun of him. He was one of the villains, and he would dress all like frilly and be very effeminate oh, and be all okay. sensitive. But yeah, him is the devil. But it was it's a, the, the, the fact that he had the transgender thing, I think, at least as an adult, I think there was a reference to the Baphomet. I would think Even so, though he yeah. Was, he was, you know, everything was like the devil, and they made him like kind of like effeminate, and he would get angry and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that a lot with the devil. They depict the devil effeminate a lot. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I always wonder when they p- depict stuff like that, though. Like, who? what's the ultimate goal? Because, you know, that that eye, that Egyptian eye, you know? like Yeah, eye uh, horse. Yeah. You see it constantly. Con- and it's like, there, there's that's not a coincidence. You didn't just, you know, p- oh, we all randomly picked the same Egyptian hieroglyph. <laughs> It's like real, you know what I mean? Like they all, they it's always there. Like I was watching, I was at work and um, American Dad was on there, and he, yeah. I, I don't know what was going on, but like it was, the guy had like a third eye and could see through the world, and there was just there. It was just a, like the eye was always there, and it's like it, it's just so. It's, I always like if I see it, I'm like, okay, that's like to me, that's like the mark. It's like you're owned, you're in the club, you're part of the you know yeah. hegemony of evil. Basically, let me see. What it's my, it's always my impression. Like and they they sneak it in there, man. It's really fucked. Like I was watching Dread, uh, and I guess in the effects team, like there was like some footage or whatever, and in the bottom the numbers were just like 
you know, randomly going through like whatever uh-huh. coding and it was just every once in a while, six, 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 every, really? every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always there. It's always like, it's always yeah. somewhere. And this is him. This is the character I'm talking about. This is mm-hmm. his look. That's just like a feminine thing. He's demonic. Yeah. And they would play him kind of for laughs and kind of make fun of him. But he was one of the major villains of the show. So it was definitely a, 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 a you know, tra- looking back at it now, back then, I'm just always a de- demon character. I didn't recognize the like gender thing necessarily. So I never watched this- Powerpuff Girls because I don't think I had Cartoon Network as a kid. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, um, it, I like the show. As I, I mentioned, like when I started, I mentioned this yesterday, I mean, when the show first started, I was in middle school, and when it stopped, mm-hmm. I was in high school. So I did kind of grow up with the show, mm-hmm. um, and I liked it. It was uh, for a Saturday morning or a, a Cartoon Network type show. It was really, it was funny. It was funny. It was full of action. It was simple. You know what I mean? It didn't have a lot of these outside of the him reference. Who knows whatever reference they had? Yeah, it didn't have yeah. a lot of heavy things. It was it was uh, light. And yeah, Fuzzy Lumpkins will be a MAGA supporter. He was a country character, and so yeah, he probably likes MAGA now. Oh well, yeah. The stupid yeah. Pe- only stupid people do. Remember that. Only dumb people. You're smart if you don't think. Yeah, you're supposed to all be uh, communists, like the TV told you to. Yeah, dude, I heard this shit. God, I forgot about this. I was listening to a PragerU uh, live stream on the way in, um, mm-hmm. and I think NPR put this information out there. But they said okay. in Los Angeles, the like, they're subsidizing these homeless tents, like with government money, with other people's money. And oh, they said every month for each tent, it costs $2,600. How? I don't know. That's what they said. Um, so some politician takes like $2,500 <laughs> and $100 goes to some other person who works there. Nothing actually goes to the homeless people outside of like drugs and needles. I don't. Well, I don't know because it's like, yeah, there we go. NPR. I'll share this. I could. I I heard that and I was like, I'm so happy I fucking left. Yeah, you left at the right time, man. And this is NPR, dude. This isn't like, you know what I mean? This isn't, you know, Fox News or some, you know, outlier Breitbart or something like that. This is like, you know, a tentpole in the liberal media. Absolutely. Absolutely. High cost of Los Angeles homeless camp raises eyebrows and questions. No shit. So a city-sanctioned encampment for homeless people in Los Angeles that includes 70 tents and provides bathrooms, showers, and 24-hour security. I How mean, much is the security being paid? I don't know, but it's like this is an insane thing that they're doing. And it's like, you know, I was listening to the Prager U guy talk about that and how – you know, the people come and they just going to take the handouts and he, and he likened it to like illegal immigration, like people coming here, like they say they want to work, but they, you know, take uh, the handouts. And I don't know if it's quite like they're coming here. Uh, people like set out to take advantage of the system. But if you're going to offer it, people will take advantage. If you subsidize bad behavior, it will continue. Of course it will. Subsidize and encourage it. It'll continue. If people are desperate, why would they... F- why wouldn't they take the handout? Like, why wouldn't they, you know, it's like, and then you're just going to stay in that situation forever. And and then the, the tax base is going to have to continue to support it. It's insane. It says oh, in Los man. Angeles, city officials grappling with the ongoing homelessness crisis have turned to, turned to an idea for decades that was politically unpopular and considered radical. A government-funded tent encampment. Yeah, because that's insane. Yeah. We're not like in some unprecedented depression, like in the 20s or whatever, or the 30s. Right. You know, I mean, whatever. I'm just saying, but we're not. And it's like, yeah, 
So, you know, the idea that we would ever do this, it's like you're basically just subsidizing drug abuse and mental illness. You're not this isn't a whole housing crisis or a financial issue. These people are mentally deranged or have drug issues. That's what you're subsidizing. Yeah. And, you know, I will be fair just to kind of not counter. But if you ever what's the channel called Invisible People, it does have a lot. That's a channel that actually talks and interviews homeless people. There really? are people who goes to, you know. It's not all that, even though a lot of it is. There's people right. who just lost their home, and then they end up just kind of stuck and, and unable to get out. So I do understand that. And I understand wanting to do something for homeless people, but this isn't it. And another thing I'm thinking about looking at these lists of cities, other cities like San Francisco, Tampa, Florida, which I am you know I don't know anything about Tampa's politics, but I kind of consider that surprising. Seattle's not. But like if you're in a warm weather city, if I'm a homeless person, I'm going to try if I have no home already, I'm going to try to go to a warm city like California or in this case, Florida. And, you know, without any programs existing, if you add that to it, I mean, you are going to get all of the homeless from the entire country all in one spot. Yeah. Like I, I read some statistic that said the amount of homeless in uh, New York is actually more than Los Angeles. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that's true. Wow. The government is just not counting them. I, I swear there's no way that yeah. sense is accurate because it's like where I lived. You'd see them everywhere, tents everywhere. You go downtown, you cannot believe that this is like a, 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 a expensive, like top tier city. It's it's scary. It looks like a third world country. It's trash everywhere, tent like encampments and just deranged people. It's like, yeah, I know, I know they're people, but it's like they're not they're not just gonna, you know, if if, if housing prices go down, they're not just gonna suddenly be like, oh, now I can get an apartment. Like that's not the issue. Yeah. And uh, brightest day, I think you're right. It is a corruption issue. That's, that's the core issue. Um, you know, they don't they don't want to invest or they don't want to have uh, mental asylums. Really, mental health in general. They, they, I, I, I think they want to worsen. And I've always thought they want to worsen. I don't think the mental health resources that exist are that good, even for no. normal people in I a lot agree. of cases. I'd so, rather them put all this money into that. Yeah, I absolutely. That would be, you know, a benefit way of the people. Finite yeah. essay just has this Ben Franklin quote, which is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I am for doing, I am for doing good to the poor, but I differ in the in the opinion of the means. Uh, I, I think the that. best way of doing good to the poor is not making them easy in poverty, but leading or driving them out of it. In my youth, I traveled much and I observed in different countries that the more public provisions were made for the poor, the less they provided for themselves and, of course, became poorer. And on the contrary, the less was done for them, the more they did for themselves and became richer. How about that? No, thank you for the spam, fine. I no, say yeah, it, was, it was a great quote. It was great. Yeah. It's spot on, too. Like, it's it, it just it's like. I think a lot of people right now are kind of facing a similar thing with the COOF money. You're like, yeah. you know, if I have to go back to work, I have a lot less free time. I'm not making that much more than the government's paying me. And it's like a tough, it's a tough thing to have to get out of, to choose to take the, like to stop taking the free shit. Yeah. Yeah. They got to stop it or wean people off, which I don't see this administration do it. No, and, no, they want to keep you because it, it, that's that's the that's the like I don't want to make this political, but like that's always been like the Democrats' hustle. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's like you know the more just keep us in power, you know, give us more of your money, and we'll provide you with things. So they you become reliant on them, and you you become it's like a like a parasitic relationship. Yeah, Thomas So wrote all about it, and he's been writing about it for like fifty years almost. 
mm-hmm. and is constantly ignored. How about that? He's racist. Um, he's, racist. <laughs> he's racist against black people, don't you know? Uh, homelessness is a mental health problem. The only reason I'm slightly yeah. pushing back on that is because I foresee a future where homelessness is going to be a normal problem if stagflation hits like I think it's going to hit, unfortunately. Um, we will see yeah. about that. Hopefully I'm wrong. It's just it. I I want I do believe it's that I think it's drug addiction and mental illness ninety yeah, percent of it. That is ninety percent. I will agree with that. But I want to you know put respect on the ten percent who just got stuck in a situation. And a lot of them do get themselves out of it. I mean, people. But if it was if you know if only the ten percent were the ones, then it wouldn't be an issue because it would, it would just absolutely. Be, you know, a transitory thing. Like people just are temporarily homeless and it does happen. Look, and I know, like I know it happened to Anthony Kumia. Like he lived in his car for a little while. Like I know a girl yeah. here in Austin who told me she was homeless and she's like, excuse me, highly functional, very, like, you know, contributes to the community kind of person. But yeah. I mean, it yeah. does happen, you know, but it's not what encampments are. These campments are not people who are like temporarily down on their luck and are kind of working. Cause it's like, if that was the case, then all your neighbors are crazy people. And are really damaged, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. you wouldn't associate with them anyway. You wouldn't be near them. I I agree with that. I All agree. Right. I want to read this article a little bit more. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Other cities, including San Francisco, Seattle, and Tampa, Florida, have opened similar programs in recent years. But the high public cost cost of LA's first sanctioned campground, more than twenty six hundred dollars per tent per month, has advocates worried it will come at the expense of more permanent housing. The campsite, really, that's what you're concerned about? Not that it would encourage more homelessness or this is just a temporary solution that's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in, a, in an already overburdened uh, economy and uh, government? Really? Yeah. Just, just we're so concerned. We're concerned about the people, so please I mean, let know. us be corrupt. Yeah, honest to God. The campsite opened in late April on a fenced-in parking lot beside the 101 freeway in East Hollywood. They turned The lot-turned campground can accommodate up to 70 tents in a 12-by-12-foot spots marked by white squares painted on the asphalt. Let me just quickly do the math on that. All right, I'll try to math for times you. $2,600 is $182,000 a month. Jesus. It's fucking insanity. That yeah, is that's... fucking insanity. Yeah, it is. $182,000 a month, several million dollars a year. You're telling me you can't fund a public hospital with that money? Yeah, public hospital, a works program, a mental health facility, a rehab facility. Drug addiction, can, yeah. Like, you could probably get all that done for that price. Well, if you wanted to. If you're in L.A., you got to make sure you get your hands in the pocket. So even that would probably be $150 million. Who knows? So how, That's how much they inflate insanity. shit. So, yeah. On a recent... On a recent afternoon, the site was nearly full. A row of porta potties stood alongside one of the camps. The, pro- the program also provides showers, three meals a day, and 24 hour security. It's like, like, that's a, I can't believe that. Like, that's insanity. Like, we're not, these aren't war refugees. We're not in an economic crisis where they cannot contribute. Like, th- this, these are people who decided that they don't want to be in the system. And we're like, yeah. totally. Yeah. Here's some fucking money. Well, I, I I don't know where I got this quote. It may have been someone in the chat, but it, it's something about uh, the perils of democracy is when the 51% realize they can steal from the 49%. That's a lot of what this is. Mm-hmm. It's where you have a lot of people, and, it, and it's enabled by the corrupt, where they're basically just trying to steal from the functional to give to the non-functional. Yeah. And that's what we have. Not steal from the poor, give to the rich, which is still, you know, whatever. If you work hard for your money, you deserve it, but steal from the functional overtax them so the non-functional can live scot-free and not contribute to society, which is a very fucked up thing. 
Uh, real yeah. quick before you go any further, I don't want to miss any some more super chats. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Goma Kyle just tipped five dollars, and I appreciate everyone's tips. Uh, he says he just watched Army of the Dead. Uh, the, he says the gore was good. The movie focused on camps and went cringe when they chose to make. Uh, you know, first off, spoilers for the movie if you care. But they chose to make zombies oh, a minority and argued about the president nuking them. Oh my god! Clearly, it was a jab at Trump. But didn't Biden drop a bomb on his first day? Very true. Yeah, Trump it didn't is. nuke anything. He ended a lot of our conflicts. That but, movie is so fucking bad. I have a I have a review coming out for it. Ooh. It is that movie fucking sucked. That was one of the stupidest things I've ever like there, there's so many logical contradictions and like at the end of it absolutely nothing was accomplished. Nothing. Awesome. It literally it was just a waste of everyone's time. There was like I, I I one of my lines in the review is you know what's better than one take no bullshit bossy alpha male chick who tells all the guys what to do five of them five every oh. single fucking woman in this movie is just bitching around Batista like awesome. you know super aggressive take no bullshit call on the shots and all the men just have to like kind of meekly go along with it it is. It is really kind of hard to watch. Like, if it wasn't so bad, like if it wasn't so laughably bad, it, it I wouldn't have been able to finish it. But it was Ooh. so bad, I was yelling at the screen. Like the things <laughs> so stupid about it. Yeah, uh, Yens Peter says, "Dumb soy bitches." The CCP globalist Marxist agenda is to destroy the U.S. economy. I agree with that, and it, especially when you talk about globalists. And I honestly think the yen will be the uh, reserve currency in the next five years. Unfortunately. Damn. Because that's wow. that's you know I'm not to go uh black pill. No, I yeah, I don't think that's gonna. I don't. I'm, yeah, I wonder this whole. I wonder what this whole Hollywood thing with China, with them rejecting like you know the media there. I wonder if that'll have any impact. Like maybe they'll kind of weaken their foothold. You know. You know what? I think it might. That might be one of our only hopes for our media getting uh, a little bit less uh, spineless. I saw the Hollywood Reporter actually criticized Disney. And part of that is just because Disney is doing such a bad job pandering. Everything they do to try to pander to China actually pisses China off. Mulan pissed China off. They mm -hmm. used a director who uh, criticized China, so that pissed them off. And yeah. they thought Shang Chi was racist and stereotype and pandering. Which what was the issue? Yeah, like well, why why didn't China like Shang Chi? Uh, I think they just thought it was like he was pandering, and or, or you know I think he was too. They said like the um, I believe it was something like the way the the actors looked. Are, are more typical, like how Chinese are viewed outside of China relative to how they're viewed inside of China, something along those lines. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's never good enough. Yeah. And uh, apparently the chat's talking about the guy. You didn't watch WandaVision, um, but Ralph Boner, who was better known as Quicksilver, is apparently going to be craving in new Spider-Man. I'm not watching any Spider-Man movies. They're not that good. No. So I don't really... I don't, don't even really know Craven as a villain. That's, that's pretty that's pretty deep down there. Uh, uh, he was a he was on the cartoon show. And I know he has a comic book that I want to read called Craven's Last Hunt. It's supposed to be really, really good. I it's honestly like can't pick him. I mean, I know I know I, I mean you know, I, I was not like a super, super comic fan, but I read the shit out of uh you know when I was a kid, Spider Man. Yeah. So. Yeah, he has the hunter look, he has this little vest. I'm sure, I feel like you've seen him. Kind of looks like a leather daddy. Like, <laughs> like with like a cheetah outfit. Yeah. Kind of gay. A little gay. Oh, it's the MCU Quicksilver, not the Fox one. Okay. Aaron Tyler. Oh, okay. Aaron Tyler Johnson, not Evan Peters. I just saw Quicksilver, so I got it wrong. It was the. 
So wait, he but technically the Spider-Man universe is in the MCU, isn't it? Fuck it. I don't I don't care. I don't Who care. Cares? Who cares? All right, let's finish. Let's get through this article. Yeah, we'll leave it a yeah, little yeah. bit more. All right. On a recent afternoon, the site was nearly oh, cover okay, this. Uh it's oh no. A row of row of porta potties stood alongside one of the camps. The the camp, the program also provides showers, three meals a day, and 24-hour security. Campers get entered into the county's database for matching unhoused people with social services and housing resources. I mean, okay, that at least that sounds like sounds good. maybe an idea. I still don't think this is the right way to do it, but at least no. this way you get them like, you know, un unhoused. Un I don't like that term because it suggests that the government is responsible in any way for keeping you housed, which they're not. Well, the government's responsible for everything. They're supposed to do everything for right. us, and we're just supposed to live like sheep. That's it. That's what they want, and, it, and that's what that implies. That's what all these little phrases fucking imply. Yeah. It's meant to corral the tents and cobble together structures that currently stand in parks on sidewalks and below freeway overpasses while providing homeless people with services and a potential stepping stone to permanent houses. Right. I mean, if that's okay, look, fine. I will accept that maybe, but if this doesn't pay off for the next year, you got to cut this shit. And I know that it won't. So it's like, that's the thing with all these like leftist policies is like, they don't really care about results. They'll no. enact them. And no matter what the outcome is, they're going to keep them. It's like, no results matter. Yes. Yeah. Again, uh, I took my mask off for a second, but yeah, uh, fucking that's all that, um, Thomas O preaches is the fact that they don't pay attention to stat statistics or results or any numbers at all. And even when you present the results of how bad welfare has, has been or what, how bad a lot of these programs have actually been, he talks about the housing program, I believe it's in San Francisco that made housing costs skyrocket and made it harder for people to get homes. That's and the thing that ends up happening in all these leftist cities is that, the only people who can afford them are like the super rich because the taxes are so high. It's too expensive to start a business. Like the amount of like, not even just personal tax. If you're starting a business in LA or California, like you can't imagine how many fees there are, how many boards you have to go to, how much certifications on building. Need. It's crazy. It's crazy. So the, the only people who can afford any of this shit is like, you know, you have to have so much money to start the business and then your product would have to be so expensive that only, only the rich can afford to live in these places. And it's not like some evil Republican scam. It's the fact that the fucking taxes are so insanely high. Only rich people can afford them. Yeah. And that's not, it's not even complicated, but that's the thing. They, they're able to hide this information from the average voter. The average voter doesn't realize this or know this or, you know, and if they, and God forbid you say this and it's about somebody's favorite politician, then all of a sudden you're, you're, you know, all right. Yahtzee. Yeah. I don't put up with this shit anymore. Like I am so comfortable not being a sheep, like with people in my life that I just, you know, I'll, I'll say positive things about Trump. The second I meet someone, I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. Like, I'm not saying I do that. I don't go out of my way to do it, but I don't hide it. I do not, like, wait and see where we're at. If you don't like my fucking, you know, politics, don't be my friend. No, but I just mean it's like this this whole <laughs> judging people and excluding them because they don't think the same way that you do is we're getting that out of the way right now. You know what I mean? If, you're, if yeah. that's who you are, then this is this is who I am. Yeah. If you don't like my politics, please continue to watch my show anyway because. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yens Peter corrects me about uh, the Shang-Chi thing. He says the CCP doesn't like Shang-Chi because his dad is Fu Manchu, who's a white guy playing a Chinese guy back in the 30s. And I think he's right. Oh. So they, they retconned it to make it the Mandarin, which I don't think makes it that much better. But originally in the comics, he is based off of Fu Manchu. 
which I I did see something. I mean, like, why are we? Why would anyone try to please China for any reason whatsoever? Money. Yeah, it's it'd be like trying to like you know please like Syria or something like that. It's like, well, <laughs> does it does it align with your values? And we don't like it. It's like that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's the problem. That's our media has totally been a, a Chinese media outlet for years and years and years, along with our entertainment. We talked about Fast and Furious. That movie series has been built from China for years. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a Chinese like makes a lot of money in China. That, that's why they, you know, tossed in Asian characters at random times. It's it's always been a shield job for China. Um, I'm saying always, but past 15 years of that series has been on for forever um but yeah and uh wait down talking about uh liberal cities says when he was living in denver in 2018 you need to make 26 dollars an hour to live by yourself in a one-bedroom apartment with base with the most basic utilities that is not mm-hmm. getting a lot for your money in no. denver yeah no yeah all right um article how, how long is this article oh it's not that long Okay. Um, okay. Quote: The thing that we can do here is just deal with the basic needs," says Lena Miller, CEO of Urban Alchemy, the nonprofit hi- hired to run the new campus. Alchemy. There you go. Yeah. Also, just you know, like super clever Urban Alchemy, like yeah. hygiene, food, and medical attention. The for camper Prince Page for camper, camper. They're calling this person a camper. <laughs> Just camping, <laughs> just going into nature and enjoying myself, not I'm fucking, just, you know, shooting meth into my fucking eyeballs and, you know, uh, leeching off the state. He's just a camper. Who camps in a major metropolitan, in the middle of a major No one but state? homeless people. Jesus H. Christ. Fuck. That That's sentence- a, Okay, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just about to just, that pisses me off more than anything. I'm sick of this, like defining of language and trying to mm-hmm. pretty up language so things yep. don't have to mean what they mean. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. They're homeless. It's okay to call someone homeless. They do not have a home. Even it's homeless, sad. Even homeless was like a, a softened term. You know what I mean? It used to be bum. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, they softened that. Homeless was like the first like PC term. But now it's mm-hmm. it's like they always do that. It's like the more it becomes like once you adapt with it and then you use that word to describe what it actually is, then they want to change that and give you a new softer word yeah. because they're obscuring the truth. I mean, that's so much of what they do. Yeah, it's just like uh, the word retarded or retard. Like it just like something is flame retarded. It initially was just describing a medical condition back yep. in the days. But then we start to use that word kind of colloquially, I think is the way you pronounce it, or yeah. pejoratively. Yeah. Both of those, I think, mm-hmm. apply. But yeah, we just started yeah. saying, oh, you're a retard, whatever. And now, oh, that's bad. So now there's special needs. But then that becomes a thing. Yeah. You're special. And it's, yeah. oh, that's bad. So it's like, well, there's yeah. no, what do you want us to do? We're humans. We're going to describe They just something. don't want to live in the real world. Like, that's why the word expression based is such a great expression, because it's like based in reality. We're not playing yeah. these fucking games anymore. We're fucking based. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Robert with a couple of uh, zingers. Uh, is is meth considered urban alchemy? Alchemy, I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, taking a dig at you, he says, now we call bums meth. I'm, I'm not sure. Stumble Ooh, bums? Why not? Residentially challenged. I think that's a real thing. I think I've heard that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Hobo. You know what's interesting, finite essay? Hobo actually, see, I learned this when I went to Yuma. There's There was this um, 
little plaque and it called them hobos. There's actually different designations like hobo, uh, I think means traveling worker, or you're kind of like, you just sort of go from town to town and work. Like there's different, there's actually like different like designations of these terms, if you can believe that. And they had like a whole plaque about it. I was like, Fuck, well, that's weird. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it says, uh, hobo, oh, a hobo is a migrant worker or homeless vagrant, especially one who is impoverished. The term originated in the Western, probably Northwestern United States in 1890. Unlike Tramp, who only works when forced to, and a bum who does not work at all, a hobo is a traveling worker. How about that? Isn't that I fucking weird? That there's a class. Yeah, because they've all been used interchangeably like my entire life. I didn't know there was uh -huh. a different classification. Yeah, I was. I saw that. I laughed. I'm like, wow, this is Arizona is different than California. They would never put hobo. But then I read it. I was like, oh, no, they meant hobo for a reason. Yeah, specific. And the reason I said, geez, was Gomer Kyle. Hell, Gomer Kyle says his stepson moved to Colorado Springs in 2018. He worked at a McDonald's and he had homeless people just coming in and shooting up in front of everyone. And he ate like nothing happened. Holy mm -hmm. smokes. Because you have to just ignore it to coexist. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can call the cops, but the cops aren't going to do anything either because they're like state, you know, uh, city sanctioned not to. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 I couldn't get that fucking woman displaced, you know, who lived next to me. And it was like, you know, whatever. Like, it's, it sounds so entitled, but it's like I couldn't fucking sleep because this meth head was constantly hawking her fucking clearing her throat. And you hear it all day long. It's repulsive. Jesus. And you couldn't sleep. And it's like, I called the cops. They're like, there's nothing we can really do. And I was like, I can't believe I live here. <laughs> and that, that's the plan for the whole America. And I didn't live off of Skid Row, by the way. I didn't live in a poor neighborhood. I lived in a very wealthy, expensive neighborhood. I would see luxury cars all the time. You know, my place was, I got, I was rent controlled and got in there before the, uh, you know, neighborhood exploded and became really rich. But you know, it was not a poor neighborhood at all. There was a park like right next by. You'd always see like families and strollers and shit. And then they're also like, you know, I would drive to work and there's a woman smoking crack at eight in the morning. Like, oh Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. Jesus Fucking Christ. insane. Fucking insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess let's just get through a little bit more of this article. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. More, I don't know if there's more, anything more here, but it's just so frustrating. Um, for camper prince page camper just the camper the site provides a sense of peace that he couldn't find uh in a tent on the street that sense of security it's hard to find he says that's really what i've been looking for someone i somewhere i think i could get my thoughts together know what my next step is and i've been able to do that so far boy oh boy that is one polished pr thing uh another another camper said Look out of my fucking backyard you hoggle <laughs> They didn't interview that camper. They if they did, they're not keeping it. They didn't quote him. <laughs> I mean, that's a big encampment. You're going to get somebody who has like decent sense. It's like, ah, I just kind of fucked up and now I'm here. I mean, I if don't get thousands of people. This could all oh, be a that's all. How the fuck yeah. do I know? Prince Page sounds like a fake name. Could be a, could be, a could work. Be. So yeah. Um, but they talk about the expense. Oh, my God. According to the report by a city administrative officer, the new East Hollywood campground costs about $2,663 uh, $2, per participant per month. Per participant. Per homeless person. Oh, my God. That's higher than a typical one-bedroom apartment rents for in the city, according to the website Rent Cafe. Jesus. So it would be cheaper to give all these people one-bedroom apartments. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Some are concerned that the city is investing too much in short-term band-aids over long-term solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. That's like exactly what they're doing. Shit. Exactly. If you can paint lines on a sidewalk for the same cost, you can give someone a rent for an apartment, says Shayla Mayers, the attorney with the Legal Aid Foundation of Los Angeles. I'm concerned that our city is making the choice to paint lines rather than actually get people into housing. Agreed. Because they don't want people in housing. <laughs> but they these aren't like, something. they're not all Angelinos. Like, they don't prosecute drug use and you can live on the street for free. That's like a gigantic waving neon sign for the whole country for them for homeless like vagrants to come and abuse the system. Also, they're going to provide you with food. They're going to provide you with like bathrooms and, and sanitation. I mean, they, they're subsidizing your entire life. So they all come there. It's not like the city is facing this crisis because like housing is too expensive or there's a shortage of jobs. Like This is a life they're choosing for themselves and you are making it Encur you're encouraging it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I've never seen the Basco scenario. So, hey, he says, what up? I'm saying hey. what up back to you, man. Appreciate you being Hell. here. Hell. Appreciate our You showed up a little late. Yeah, you missed You missed our guests. And I see you have yeah. the Powerpuff Girls. You also missed that topic. We talked about the Powerpuff Girls. So you have the little oh, yeah. Powerpuff Girls avatar. So, yeah, you missed everything. But please watch the playback. Yeah, check please it out. Watch it was good. Playback. Even though yeah. Sentient Dildo doesn't agree. Did he I doesn't run the channel. Uh, he, he thinks. Did you exit out or did I exit out of the article? I did. I exited out. I was okay. like, we, we covered yeah. it. Plus, yeah. I yeah, I understood. Real quick, I wanted to play the Culture Crime Fires thing because we didn't play it earlier. and It had so much fucking issues. And Chrissy yeah. didn't see it. So I'm sorry, Wake Down. We're still yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you can always make fun of Zack Snyder. Fuck Zack Snyder. He's yeah, no, I, I'm, I trashed the shit out of him in my review. I, hopefully, I'll have that out in the next few days uh, where Ooh. I just I eat him alive. It's so... That movie is... I can't believe how bad the movie is. So bad. Yeah. Oh, and Goma Khan, I've heard the same thing too. So how do squatters have rights? There's a story where the owner is trying to sell his house and got arrested where he was accosted by the squatter. Yeah. Heard that a lot of areas. times. I've heard of this story. This is not new. This has been going on for a while. Yep. And I'll real quick. The Wake Down himself says, about 20 years ago, I used to make a joke about renting out refrigerator boxes and charging exorbitant fees to change out the newspaper each week. And then life stole my joke. It indeed <laughs> did. Stranger than, stranger than fiction. Yeah, but you you still have jokes, as we can see with this uh, video to kind of transition. Jesus. So, first off, let me know if you can hear it, because we had tons of audio issues. And otherwise, uh, here's the wait now. Fade in. This is it? Culture Crime Fighters. We are a Culture Crimes Task Force so powerful, so far-reaching, not even the most dastardly of villains can escape. Our goal is to identify and defeat all culture criminals wherever they lurk. And destroy them. For too long have these Cretans carried out their nefarious deeds, and we will sit for it no longer. Beware. You may commit your culture crimes, but if you do, justice will be served at the hands of the culture crime fighters. With special guests. Hello, hello. Uh, I think I'm I'm obligated. I don't want to, but I'm obligated to mention that Chrissy Mayer is here. Uh, what did she say? I'm a little drunk. Slightly buzzed. What are you? I'm Vigilante Wilson. Yeah. I wish I had some music to play whilst whilst we wait for people to join. The song is awesome, man, Marty. Fuck you. I like this song. Jesus. We're not going to do it like that. Hold on, Vigilante. Let me just... Uh, 
waste some more time and then and then I'll let you speak. The thing is, I'm white, so I have to uh, take up more time. You know what I mean? I'm just doing it. I'm doing it by myself. What up? Hi, guys. Welcome to Late Night with Chrissy. What do you have? Just put something in a box. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the fucking box? A candle called This Smells Like My Balls. <laughs> in England, they say audible cunt. And in, in America, we say Amber Heard. And that's where the confusion is. See, I was going with the British way. Turns out uh, it's a little more nuanced than that. Drinking ASMR. You know what I think it is now? Tease the algorithmic guys. Brightest day is in the chat. His channel is growing because of those shorts. Uh, Congrats yeah, on 100 subs, by the way, Brightest Day. That's how it is. Ball, 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 balls, ball. You went full. SJW. Never go full. SJW. You don't buy that? Yeah. President of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy. That being said, it's interesting to see which shows kind of fall off the radar in a year or two. <laughs> Culture crime fighters. <laughs> Oh boy, our show probably will fall. This is culture crime. Oh fighters. no, not the whole playlist. Oh, we'll get that later. Yeah, it, unfortunately, there's a, there's a nine zero chance of that happening. I uh, love that. I love that. That's funny. I like the insults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like I like sentient dildo taking a shot at me in front of Chrissy, where he goes, "You went from a failed actor to mediocre YouTuber." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, our fucking chat did not hold back just because Chrissy Mayer was there. And nope. I appreciate you guys. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Like I said, I wish we kind of got to them a little bit more, but you know, we were yeah. incompetent and nervous and uh, you know, did our best. Did our yeah. best. Mediocre. So, think... incompetent. Yeah, Easy. yeah. J- uh, differently abled. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so so mad ripped on Fimber. So mad is racist confirmed. I'm glad we have that uh, noted. Ooh, um, I wonder it, what he said. Uh, it's something something about his race, no doubt, because of his uh, obvious racism. And anyways, uh, Brightest Day called himself a dirty whore. Um, mm. That's your words, not mine. Since my channel's growing because I'm a dirty whore. Yeah, no, oh, I agree hey. with that. There you go. There you Filthy. Go. Filthy bitch. Uh, All right. Hey. I got to get going, my friend. Okay, you know what? That will end the show. Um, I guess uh, I, I appreciate everybody for showing up. I appreciate all the Fucking super a. chat. Yep. I appreciate, oh, goodness, a lot of people showed up. Um, Basco scenario, brightest day, fine ice, uh, SA, uh, Robert, uh, Yens Peter, who I know was here, uh, brightest day. If I didn't mention him, Goma Kyle, New Bomb Turk, Sentient Dildo, Stoder Poopus Cooper, and every R Far. If I forgot you, please blame my head, not my heart. Um, thank you everybody for showing up. Please watch the replay if you came late so you can check out Chrissy Mayer and uh, a lot of other stuff we saw. And, um, I guess I'll play out uh, the normal intro. Yeah, we'll get out of here. So, uh, thank before, you, before you do, before you do, yeah. uh, yeah. Friday cocktail lounge, you guys know every Friday, and I think next week on my channel, I think not 100% sure, depends on how he's feeling, but I think we have comics division, okay? Yeah, because he's obviously uh recovering from a uh, hernia surgery, so hopefully, he feels yeah. a little bit better and it's more yes. up to it. But I think he said he, w- he would do it, so depending on how he feels, next week, comics, my channel, all right? Okay, all right, well, uh, peace out, everybody. Um, I appreciate everybody being here. Thank you all for watching. Uh, here's the normal outro at first. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. That, that wasn't the normal outro, but I just, uh, you, you yeah, that help. was that echoed too.
Did it echo? Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. There's a non-zero chance this outro is gonna echo because Streamyard hates me. That's it's pissing me off. You know, what? is there is the outro in? Damn it! It was fine on the way in. So weird. Okay, so maybe there's gonna I'm be an echo. To... There may be an echo. I apologize. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, peace out. Bye.